Donald Trump announced in two executive orders he was going after TikTok and WeChat. And this was yesterday. Included in these executive orders were weird provisions that kind of roped in ByteDance, the parent company of TikTok, and Tencent, the parent company of WeChat. And the executive order that Trump issued on Tencent may have just upended massive industries in this country, including major video games, Spotify, you know, the NBA, for instance, this could be a serious nuke dropped on a bunch of companies with investments and ties to China, though the White House says it shouldn't affect anything other than WeChat. Looks like it might. But that's not necessarily the big news because that happened yesterday. What happened today was that just a day after Trump does this, we get this weird mass hack that hits Reddit. About 70 or more uh, different subreddits get hit with weird Chinese, creepy, pro-Trump, fake messages. And it looks like some kind of psychological operation. We don't know who by, but I'll tell you what, what's interesting here is that a bunch of the articles don't mention at all that the pro-Trump messages are written in Chinese. <laughs> yeah. So they're trying to make it seem almost like Trump supporters are the ones who did this. Now we're starting to see comments from people saying like, these Trump supporters won't leave us alone. And that's why it feels like a psyop. Clearly, the messages for Trump weren't written by somebody who speaks English as a first language. But it's very interesting that it's coming just after Trump made these major moves. So we've got some articles. We're going to talk about the, the, the implications for what Trump's executive order is. Right now, I guess Trump is still speaking. So, you know, we're kind of competing with him, I guess. Yeah. Or as, as, as we're live you know, for those who are listening to it later, he's probably he's not speaking anymore. I'm sure he's speaking to someone. Yeah. Well, we got some other stories, too. So outside of that, we're going to go over uh, everything that Tencent could cover. And although you've got all these companies saying things like, don't worry, everybody, the executive order, executive order won't cover us. Our video games are going to be fine. Nope. Wrong. Yeah. They, they keep saying like, no, no, no. Fortnite is. Oh, my camera's not. Oh, on. no. Yeah. They I keep saying uh, Fortnite's fine. League of Legends won't be affected. Yeah, sure. We had a, we had a power outage because we're in the midst of this massive storm ripping through South Jersey. Yeah. So uh, just for those that are that are uh, watching, we uh, the internet went out for a second, and so we had to like quickly switch it over, and that yeah. and that resulted in everything you know kind of getting all jammed up. You know, before we get into it, can you give me my my camera? Before we get into uh, everything, I just want to say uh, today is Purple Heart Day, so I just want to say to every single person out there that has fought for this country and has been wounded thank you very much for your service we, I, I appreciate you and uh this day is for you so just want to give a little thought out there for everyone who didn't know that that maybe thank thank someone who you know that was wounded for us uh defending our country and fighting for us so thank you rad right on yeah so we'll, we'll go through all that stuff but we also have this this is this is man so antifa's getting arrested yep. i guess you can call them black lives matter or whatever and the Daily Beast writes an article that totally lies about what's going on. So this woman apparently was rioting, vandalizing stuff, buying supplies for rioters. So she's getting arrested and charged. The Daily Beast, lefty publication, just claims she's being arrested for buying paint. Yeah. Just ignoring every all the context. Oh, yeah. This is the crazy thing about what's going on with this is that they're starting to realize these the, the Democrats, the establishment, that backing Antifa was a fool's move. And people don't like it. All of a sudden, the New York Times is like, actually, Antifa is bad. Oh, now they're saying it. <laughs> it's crazy how late they are Too to the party. Late. This, this is what makes me feel confident that we've consistently been on the right side of these issues. Yeah. Is that they're just late to the party. 
you know, now now what Joe Biden started getting hard. You, you remember when Joe Biden put out that uh, anti-China ad and claimed Trump was soft on China? <laughs> yeah, it was a couple months ago. <laughs> and I was like, you have to be insane to think anyone will believe Joe Biden's going to be tougher on China than Trump when yeah. when Joe Biden like flew there with his kid to get some equity deal. Not only that, but the sleepy, creepy Joe is not going to be able to stand up to anybody. Yeah, Trump's been talking about uh, how China's been screwing us over for over a decade now. You know, that was like yeah. one of his what main they points it's, he was campaigning. But look, look, on. it he still talks about it. It shows that the, Amer- I mean, the American people agree with Trump, agree with Trump on China. Poll after poll shows it. Yeah. And, and even if the polls are wrong, then they must really trust Trump on issues of China. True. So if like if, if Trump's winning these polls and they can't even poll people properly. Build back better. No, but, Build but back, come but, on. But look at also Joe Biden's Buy America thing. Right. They are desperately <laughs> trying to latch on to it, it's 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 he wants to be Trump. It's they, almost they want like the Trump base. Well, it's too late. The Trump base is the Trump not, base. No, no, it's not that. The Trump's base is never going anyway, anywhere. Trump's base is Trump's base. It's the regular people who are like, "Wow, rioting is awful." Yeah. And then the Democrats were like, "There is no riot." And then people were like, "This, this is what people people have been messaging me this like, it is so frustrating to see the videos and then have your local media or your politicians just tell you it's not happening." Right. And you're like, "I'm demanding a representative to deal with this," and they keep saying. There's nothing happening. Yeah. There's no riots. The Antifa's a myth. You know what I said earlier? I was like, you know what? Jer- Jerry Nadler's right. Jer- Jerry Nadler, Democrat, said that Antifa was a myth. The an- Antifa violence in Portland was a myth. He's correct. How so? It's Black Lives Matter violence. The groups out there aren't waving Antifa flags. They're waving Black Lives Matter flags, literally flags that say Black Lives Matter. Okay. They're carrying shields that say Black Lives Matter. Mm-hmm. They're spray painting Black Lives Matter on their vehicles, and they're putting up flyers for Black Lives Matter. But They've, it's Antifa with with the with the skin of Black Lives Matter. I disagree. No. They're 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 Black Lives Matter activists or extremists, whatever you want to call them, rioters, and they're using a black block tactic. Okay. So back in, you know, like the Occupy Wall Street era, these people weren't called Antifa. Antifa was specifically because a group emerged that was flying those flags. Okay. Some people still do. Yeah, the black blocks. Right. right. We just called it the the, the black block anarchists or far leftists back during Occupy because they were just extremists who would wear all black. Okay. Then we had this period where for a couple of years, it was it was it literally was Antifa. They would wear the the black and red. They'd fly the flag. Mm-hmm. Now they're just flying Black Lives Matter. Yeah. So it might. I mean, it is a lot of the same people, a lot of the same organizations act, uh, you know, uh, organizing. But I'll tell you what, man, if they're going to go around waving these flags and the Democrats are going to den- deny their existence and refuse to condemn them. And if the Black Lives Matter greater organization won't call them out for the mafioso tactics in Louisville, where they're shaking down local businesses for money. Well, then they get to, they, they, you know, there you go. It's your organization with your name. And if you won't denounce it and say it's not part of you, then I'll assume it is. These are, yeah. they're, they're going to residencies and doing this stuff. So, so the first thing we got to talk about for sure, though, is this, this, this great hack. But before we get into all that, there's something more important you got to do. It's very important. This, this is very important. You must smash the like button. You, you see that little like button? It's, Wait, hold on, hold on. I got to say something it's too. below the video. You got to smash it. We're, we're, we're being platform assist. Are we? Yes. Because what, 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 what are the good old people on mobile podcasts listening to this supposed to do? Is there a like button that they can smash? smash that five-star oh. review button. Yeah, they can Is review us. Smash those keys to leave a good review on the yeah. podcast platform. They don't have the same no. vibe. No. I know. Yeah, I know. Ah, whatever. But listen, <laughs> also kidding. an update. Um, Alpha Zero Omega on Twitter hit me up yesterday. He was like, you know what? It feels like 30,000 likes is just too easy. I want to be challenged. I want to feel like we earn the Magabini. Oh. So because of him, you can blame this person, Alpha uh, Omega, Alpha Zero Omega 
has raised the bar to 40,000 likes. That's it. That that's the new that's the new minimum that's we need. Tough. I know, but that's hey, tough. I mean they he asked for it. So we have, listen, we have hit that many likes just frequently, let, you know? We have, that's yeah. true. So I'm just letting you all know it's no longer 30,000 likes. It's 40,000 likes. We could do it. So if you want to get help you got to share the video and get more people in here liking it. <laughs> oh, <snap. laughs> Look at this guy. Yeah. He's got a that's racket smart. going on. Yeah, yeah, you know, like that. That's what I'm saying. But don't forget to subscribe as well and hit the, no- hit the notification bell because YouTube is a, is a difficult beast. Might not actually recommend the content to you, but we're live Monday through Friday at 8 p.m. But how about we read this news, the great Reddit hack. For, this story we got from Wired, and I looked at a bunch of these news stories. Hackers flood Reddit with pro-Trump takeovers. By apparently compromising moderator accounts, the attackers were able to post MAGA materials all over at least 70 popular subreddits. The only problem is they're clearly not pro-Trump. They're like caricatures of Trump mocking his ideas, and it's written in Chinese, <laughs> partly. Hmm. I w- That's shady. So, well, so here's, here's the interesting thing, though. So the, these hacks have happened. We'll, we'll get into it. But it reeks of a psyop. Actually, let me read this so you can get some context first. And then I want to break this down because this could be, this actually could be pro-Trump people trying to frame China, trying to frame them. Hmm. You know what I mean? It could be a weird, Good point. you know, who knows? Well, here's what Wired says. In what appears to be a massive coordinated strike against Reddit, hackers took over dozens of pages on Friday afternoon using their access to plaster pro-Donald Trump imagery across subreddits with huge followings. Coming just over three weeks after hackers used access to high uh, to used after hackers used access to high profile Twitter accounts to tweet a Bitcoin oh, wired. What are you talking about? The wave of Reddit compromises has a similar eye popping reach. Reddit communities with well over a million members, including r slash space food NFL were defaced with MAGA campaign banners and other pro Trump signage. Now, the interesting thing is, what, you know, what, man, I've I just can't. It's it's so difficult. I need to start a news organization. Yes, you do. So we can actually fix these stories. First of all, the the, the, the high-profile Bitcoin scam, like, come on, man. Get, you you got to be more. It was it was way worse than that, just to make it seem like some Bitcoin scam happened. It's yeah. like after the president and the vice president accounts were hacked. And also mention what seems to be pro-Trump accounts, but it's actually written in Chinese. They even mentioned, look at this. We stand with Donald Trump, MIGA 2020. What, was, what does that mean? So, uh, sometime on Friday morning, hackers began breaking into the accounts of the moderators. Uh, they used that access not only to splash pro-Trump imagery all over the page, but in many cases posted a MAGA missive from the moderator's account with the subject, we stand with Donald Trump, MIGA 2020. We, on behalf of the American people, want to implore and strongly encourage you all to vote Trump in 2020 elections of the USA of the USA of America. <laughs> and there are, are they seriously going to going to talk about what is what is this? Read one such message. Is there somebody Wired doesn't have a copy editor, I think, because this is all just really awful. But maybe that's literally what the words were verbatim. You know, no, no, no. I'm Which saying makes sense, because if it's look, translated from from Chinese and the, they, they might have not Are you been, saying the Wired article itself was written in Chinese first? Well, no, this is in quotes. So may, maybe no, no, this taking, part I'm highlighting isn't. Oh, read one such. Oh, read one such message. Period. Uh, period. Uh, or comma. But they're like not capitalizing. They're missing words. Oh, okay. I'm saying I, see, Wired, I see what you're saying. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah all right. Posted to a college football focused R slash CFB. The post goes on to call the novel coronavirus a hoax, loosely compares Trump to Batman and ends with a list of 10 things Democrats did wrong, which includes nice people are hated by the Democrats as a bullet point in the case of r slash CFB. 
The hackers also sent the community to private, leaving only an emoji-strewn pro-Trump message on the landing page for those locked out. An investigation is underway related to a series of vandalized communities, said a Reddit spokesperson. It appears the source of the attacks were compromised moderator accounts. We are still working to lock down those accounts and restore impacted communities. They say hackers attempted to claim to, to claim credit for the attacks on Twitter, saying we combined password stuffing and social engineering together to beat the teenage Bitcoin cheater. An apparent reference to the, you know, the Twitter hack. Uh, the Twitter ringleader, I guess, Graham Ivan Clark, they say, who was arrested last week. Credential stuffing is when the attacker uses previously leaked passwords to break into accounts made by the same email address, taking advantage of the common human tendency to reuse passwords. Social engineering is a catch-all way, is a catch-all for ways to trick people into giving you information this we get. Claims of hacking, uh, claims of hacking credit on Twitter should be taken with hefty boulders of salt, but some combination of password reuse and SIM swapping could certainly be at the heart of the Reddit hacks since the takeovers occurred. Wait, what? Since the t- t- okay, yeah, Reddit users have been scrambling to figure out what happened and to protect their own accounts. A post published Friday afternoon by a Reddit community moderator warns people to look for unexpected password reset emails and encourages mods to change their passwords. I actually got one of these. Really? Yeah, I did. I didn't. I didn't think anything of it. I don't. I don't. I don't have any subreddits or anything. Right. So I think what happened was somebody you tried using one of my emails for some reason, and I I got some weird notification. Oh. Yeah, but there's there's nothing. I don't know what they're going. I don't moderate any subreddits or anything like that. So anyway, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna get too much into the rest of what they say because they have no idea what they're talking about. But they show this <laughs> image right here. Yeah, this is a terrible article. It just says like the MAGA messaging is less disturbing than the hacker's ability to pull it off. Blah blah blah. They're not even telling you what the images are. I look, look at this. What is this? What? This is one of the things they posted. What, is, the, what does it mean? I don't know. And it and it's clearly it's somebody wrote something in Chinese. So we have this post. Watch, it's like a bunch of swears that we just put up. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I don't know yeah. what it means. So yep. who knows what it is? Yeah. <laughs> so subreddit drama tracked all of the different subreddits that got hit by this. And the funny thing about their messages is that they they believe it. Like, look at this. This this comment says, "I wonder if anyone's like quote I wasn't going to vote for Trump before, but now that his supporters hacked the accounts of the mods of r slash Naruto, I will." <laughs> Do they really think sure. do they really think that's what happened? Maybe. This this really look. I don't I don't know exactly what happened, but I'll tell you what. Look at this. This is part of the match. I can't read any of this for all I know. Look at this Goya bean. For all I know, this is a bunch of slurs and swears, I guess. Magoya. America lyric American lyrics in best country language. Huh. Here are 10 things Democrats did right. Nothing they suck. It's, it looks like it's written by someone who speaks Chinese yeah. and has a second language English. Or like a bot or something? Or just had, However, it, had it translated and didn't understand how to fix, to make it, you know, correct. Right. It could be, however, somebody wrote in English, translated to Chinese, and then back to English, so that it seems like it was Chinese For, hackers. 4D chess. Yeah, man. Or Dude. maybe it was Chinese hackers. Like, what? what does it matter? Like... You know, who who do they think or what is what is the point of it? What what are they getting out of this? Well, already a lot of people think Trump supporters did this. <laughs> why? Why do they think Trump supporters no, did it? No, no, no. Why would why would Trump supporters dig up weird Chinese versions of what they would Wired do? didn't say that. Wired just said Trump yeah. pro Trump messages were hacked onto these Reddit accounts. Right. And now you're going to be seeing a bunch of these lefties posting saying like these people must be stopped. They're insane. And they're yeah. not going to know anything about the context. 
So we look at this and we can clearly see, like, I really don't think Trump supporters are writing Chinese. No. And it comes right after Donald Trump targeted this massive company, Tencent. Oh, yeah. Now, of course, if you hop over to the Donald.win, they straight up say the top comment, anarchist false flag alert. Mm -hmm. Yep. This happened immediately after announcing the Tencent ban for a reason. And they go on to say, you know, NSA or self-sabotage, whatever. The point is the top comment on the Donald forum, which is now separate from Reddit, the Donald.win, they're saying it's a false flag. Yep. And I think that makes sense because Agreed. you end up with people saying things like, one of the comments is, why can't Trump supporters just leave us alone? And people believe it. Yes, they do. And I, I'm willing to bet if you go on Reddit now, it's not even about whether they believe it. You know there's going to be these far lefties who use this, they weaponize this. And they're going to say, did you see what those Trump supporters did the other day? They like took over and vandalized a whole bunch of forums for sports and games. One of, one of the comments was talking just about this, uh, specifically about the motive for Trump supporters. And they said, why would Trump supporters hack all these subreddits? And the response is, you need to, what, what they said was that you need to understand that Trump supporters don't care about winning. They care about mocking you for having no power. Hmm. They want to show you they're, they're more powerful than you and they want to laugh while they do it. That's just a silly, ridiculous way to look at what's going on when you consider all of the Chinese messages and all these things popping up. Yeah. I mean, it makes more sense to me that, I mean, this this whole Tencent thing could could ruin Spotify, could ruin League of Legends. Fortnite is in the crosshairs. Like, we don't know the implications of how it's going to change these online games that, I mean, you really think about who's playing it. 10 years old to like 30 year olds like that that's a huge base in these games so if suddenly like they can't play it anymore or they get cut off from from that game that's that's insane so so they might like i don't know who it is but i have there's no doubt in my mind it's not trump supporters right I, I think that... Or that it's Trump supporters. I, I doubt it completely. You're saying it's not Trump supporters. It's, it's not Trump supporters. There's no way. I It reeks of a Chinese PSYOP. True. It could, it, it could theoretically be like, I don't know, people in Hong Kong who like Trump. Right. It could be some dumb kids who don't care either way. We really I, don't I know. I doubt that. I doubt that. Just some this, dumb kids think it's funny? I doubt that it's just some dumb kids. Man, it's so I mean, weird, though. right after he's banning WeChat and Tencent, and he's coming down on, on China... You know, it's like all these these little things like the executive order about Hong Kong, you know, leading up to now. It's like you put those two together now, you know, where he can uh, halt uh, seize assets. If you're if you're connected to any one of these things now, add this into the play. He could seize the assets of all these companies. Exactly. It's crazy. Like you think about it. If he connects it, then they like the U.S. government can seize the assets of anyone aiding the Chinese government in reference to Hong Kong true but because they're all doing it, it exactly the, so trump's trump issued an executive order that was basically like if you mess with hong kong we can like freeze your assets yep the only thing is it was so vague you can basically be like this guy is a baker who provided a cake to the wedding of this guy who's in the mailroom of the chinese communist party yep who works you know in the party therefore and that's that's it he can sanction the baker and who else who else is he going after Big Pharma. He just gave a big fu to Big Pharma. Now he's hiding. Yeah, now he's hiding. I mean, he just—he literally <laughs> just said yesterday, "I have ri- very rich enemies who don't like what I'm doing with this going after China and going after Big Pharma has been milking Americans." Like he's basically saying, if if a drug is only three dollars over in Mexico and they're charging th- four hundred dollars in America, 
it's now illegal to do that. You have to charge the same as what it is in Mexico. So big pharma's taking a huge cut. China, this is the, anyone that's got ties to China is taking a big hit. This is the craziest thing about the medicine because I was arguing with some people about universal health care earlier, mm-hmm. trying to point out that universal health care needs to have a limit somewhere where right. like what's the level of care you can provide and then what level of care is covered by private insurance. Yeah. But of course, you know, Bernie and them were like, uh, you know, they want to abolish private insurance altogether. That would make it impossible for certain treatments to get to certain people. So it's kind of a weird idea. Yeah. But like, anyway, I don't want to get into too much of that. But I was like, you know, the president just said we should have lower prices. We shouldn't, you know, we shouldn't have, you know, in Canada, it's 50 cents. And here it's, you know, $50 or more. But I can't get any of these lefties to actually admit that Trump is offering something better than Joe Biden is in, in these areas. Yeah. And if you think about it, it's like. We're basing the price of universal health care on the current system, right? So, like, if these drugs cost three grand per person, where in Canada it's 50 bucks, you know, the, the system that we're, we're calculating it is for the $3,000 to go to these middlemen that are getting money off that system. So, if you, if you change the, the whole math to, to make it so it's the new price... It, it becomes significantly it's, it's, easier. Your argument is still true, though. I agree with there's always going to be some, you know, diseases that are way too much money, millions of dollars, yeah. because it's there's only, you know, 100 people a year, 100 patients that could be cured by it, if, right, right. if that. So you might need a specialist who gets exactly. paid a ridiculous you know, sum, which requires decades of training. Right. And then you might need, like, you know, the bark of the, the uh, Gorbo tree <laughs> from the deep within the Amazon forest, which sits atop the mountain of Valerian whatever. Yeah, this isn't like, like 2050 where we got Gorbo rooms, you right. know, where you can just go in and grab a little bit of Gorbo and you're, you're saved. So th- th- there's research, <laughs> there's labor, and there's, there's things involved. Yeah. And so... You know, you look at you look at Joe Biden and it's, he's a disaster. You look at Donald Trump and he's doing things and he's talking about things that are, are are better for a lot of these progressives. For Americans. Yeah. But but uh, there's a lot of people who just live off tribalism. Their, their whole their whole shtick is, you know, I'm on this team. Therefore, you're bad. Yeah. And there's there's like there's like three teams, basically. You know, there's there's the far left who hates everybody else. <laughs> there are the Democrats who hate Trump, but will use the far left when they can. And then there's like the bigger tent of y'all are crazy, you know. So I think like yeah. the, the, the bigger tent has liberals, moderates, conservatives, libertarians all saying, yo, you, you guys are losing your minds. Democrats, you guys are nuts. <laughs> yeah, Democrats are mad with power and the far left is trying to use they're, they're both using each other. Mm-hmm. I think the far left is better off with Trump because it clears the it clears out the establishment. We talked about this yesterday, but take a look at this story. Yeah, but they won't they won't ever see it that way. Because they've got it in their brain. NPCs. And uh, that TDS is way too strong for them. Yeah. They're, they're non-play, non-player characters. Yep. They say things that make no sense. They have no idea what they're talking about. I was trying to talk to somebody, and they just started insulting me. And, I, and I'm, like, I'm like, bro, I'm, I'm like trying to agree with you on universal you know, basic health care. Right. Why are you insulting me? And then they're just like, oh, I don't know. And I'm <laughs> like, yeah, it's a good. It's, I, I'm, what? Like they made a post about universal health care. And I was like, here's a way I think we can do it. And they were like. Oh my, you know, you're so dumb, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, you know what, man? They don't actually want to have a conversation. Step down from your emotions. Yeah, they're please. just angry. Yep. And so I think they, they attach these tribal identifiers like, I believe in these things, not because they truly understand it, yeah. but because it's their team colors. Like, I'm for these things. I have no idea how any of this works. So therefore, I'll insult anybody who questions it. Yeah. Even if you're like in agreement, like, I wonder, what can we do in this regard? They're like, F you, you're dumb. Okay. <laughs> check this out. Check this out, though. So Trump's WeChat ban could touch everything from Spotify to League of Legends, 
WeChat's ban may, may be a bigger deal than TikTok's. Maybe. No, it will be. And I think what we're seeing in the language, a lot of people are saying Trump maybe made a mistake with the executive order because really? it bans transactions with Tencent. Check this out. So, oh, so, yeah. So Immediately. They, they, bring, they bring all this stuff up. We get the concept. But look at this. Here's a non-exhaustive list of the companies and properties that Tencent owns or has investments in. Riot Games, League of Legends. They've got 40% stake in uh, uh, Epic Games. 80% of Supercell, Clash of Clans. Let's see, they publishes the mobile version of Pick Up uh, Player Unknown Battlegrounds in China. And they own 11% of Blue Hole. Single-digit stakes in studios like Blizzard, Ubisoft, and Platinum Games. There's another Tencent messaging app called QQ with several, several hundred million users that predates WeChat. Their production company and distributor, Tencent Pictures, is involved in major Hollywood productions like Wonder Woman, Venom, Terminator, Dark Fate, and Top Gun Maverick. It also acts as a major film distributor with, within China and owns minority stakes in a range of smaller production companies. They struck a $1.5 billion five-year deal with the NBA to stream its games in China. Mm-hmm. Snap, owner of Snapchat, sold 12% to Tencent in 2017. They own 14% of Kakao, which is a gaming platform, I guess, in South Korea. They bought a 10% stake in Universal Music Group. Wow. They have, nine per, they have a 9% stake in Spotify, with the, two, uh, with the two partnering on Tencent Music in China. Let me read, let me read you the executive order. The, uh, provision 1 says, the, they say uh, in this Verge article, the order's language is broad, invoking the International Emergency Economic Powers Act to prohibit, quote, any transaction that is related to WeChat by any person or with respect to any property subject to the jurisdiction of the United States with Tencent Holdings LTD or any subsidiary of that entity as identified by the Secretary of Commerce. They mentioned they bolded it themselves. We don't know how strict the Department of Commerce will be about enforcing that rule until the enforcement starts. Let me just say, it prohibits any transaction that is related to WeChat by any person or with respect to any property subject to the jurisdiction of the U.S. with Tencent Holdings. That includes Reddit. Yeah. So doesn't that mean you can't, you know, have in-app purchases anymore for League of Legends, Fortnite, all these, you know, what else? was? I that? mean, it's beyond that. Spotify. It's, it's, it's going to give all it's going to ban all of these companies. Yeah. Well, I mean, well, what does that mean for the NBA deal too? one point five billion dollar deal with a, China? Well, so no wonder first, they, they are in love with China. First and foremost, the White House clarified saying, no, 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 no. It's just in relation to WeChat. So what does that mean? What, yeah. is it, what does that mean? It's really so, so if Reddit makes a transaction some way related to WeChat, they, they, like they can't do that now? Yeah, how, how, how could something be related to WeChat? Does, does Reddit post the WeChat symbol on links? Like, you know, a lot of websites, like an article will have the WeChat symbol. Does, does every single news website now have to remove the WeChat symbol? If they, I don't, I don't know, I don't know how many actually use it, but you like post a link or something. Yeah. They're going to, they're going to cut it off. And I think this is intentionally vague. A lot of people are saying Trump made a mistake. It's overly broad on accident. No way. Dude. No, he doesn't make mistakes. Well, it's not just that. It's like, it's the federal government. They're, they're, they're going to tell you, don't worry, don't worry. We're only going after WeChat. Take it all. Yeah, right. And so they're going to go after Tencent. And I think, I think the reason why they're, what they're trying to say with, with how this restricts Tencent would be like, if I own two different companies and one of the companies needs to pay me, but I have to pay a different company, I can have that company just pay the other company. You know what I mean? Like if Bob owes, if Adam owes me 10 bucks and I own Lydia, Oh, Lydia, 10 bucks. Adam said, you know, I say, oh, just give the 10 bucks to Lydia. Okay. So it doesn't even go to me, right? Right. You could theoretically do that with WeChat. 
So they make this overly broad executive order uh. so that if Tencent tries saying we need to get money to WeChat, how do we do it? I know we'll have Reddit pay for the IT services at a warehouse that has some WeChat, but no one's paying WeChat at all, mm. but they'll still benefit from it. Or they'll use that NBA money to pay for you know services that host the sites instead of WeChat doing it. But then it's, it's just coming from that NBA. Exactly. Stash. So I, I own several companies, you know, theoretically, you, like, let, let's say I, I bought a warehouse. Mm-hmm. I could be like, here, I'll, I'll allocate this spot to this company. No one's, tra- no, no one's exchanging any money. There's no, you know, but that's how, you know, you could theoretically get that value to that company. Mm-hmm. So it, it seems like, yes, this absolutely will be having a massive impact beyond what anybody, anybody thought was going to happen. Oh, yeah. And you know what the best part is? Hmm. Here we go. Photo surfaces showing TikTok executives posing with communist flag. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> so this is the other company that, that, uh, <laughs> that Trump you know, banned, ByteDance. So ByteDance isn't as big of a deal. It is because TikTok was so big. Yeah. But I mean, you think about Tencent, man. If they're not actually going after Tencent and they're only going after WeChat, I just got to say this. First, first of all, take a look at this. Come on. The TikTok people posing with the communist flag. Okay, okay. It's a little over the top. But take a look at all these companies. And I got, I got to wonder, if, if you've got people playing League of Legends, I mean, all of their private data is, is in League of Legends too. That's like true. China still has access to all that information. Maybe not the same as a phone, but they're on, the, they're on your computer. What if League of Legends, which they own, they have 100% of Riot Games. Wow. What if you open up League of Legends and it's running in the background stealing your, stealing your stuff? You wouldn't know. You would not know. Listen, listen, man, people don't get it. Currently, there's over 5 million registered players in League of Legends. Yeah. it's a lot of people. So why isn't Trump banning them? Why isn't he saying no to all of it and shutting it all down? Maybe he is. Maybe people don't realize it. Yeah. But I'll tell you what, man. You got a mobile device and you got TikTok, TikTok or WeChat and they can steal your information without you knowing it. They really can. You would never know it. And we're talking about how dangerous that is. I think it's worse that they're going to be on your computer, your desktop or laptop computer if you're playing video games. I'll tell you what, man. People don't realize how easy it is to create software, custom order. So, you know, having friends in the hacker community, there are people you could pay, and, and, and you shouldn't because this is illegal. Or actually, I'll put it this way. There are penetration testers. That's what it's called, pen testing. Okay. And you can hire them if you're a company and you say, I want to make sure we have the best security possible. So we've bolstered our cybersecurity. Then they hire someone to write a custom program to bypass that and steal your information undetected. And they can mm. do it custom order. You know, there was a new game. I believe it's by Epic. I don't know exactly. But while I was looking through this, one of these companies, uh, Valerant, have you heard of that? I think so. So when that first came out, they had this anti-hacking software that for you to even run the game, you had to have it install. And it, it, it when you booted your computer up, it turned on. So you couldn't even get around it. It was like as you booted your computer wow. up, you had to like reset your computer so it can boot on with this anti-hacking software for, just to play because it's one of their first-person shooter games. So it was under the guise of anti-hacking so you can't hack the software. Right, right. Isn't isn't but we're finding out that a lot of these Chinese systems are actually spying on us. So that that scares me. You know, you I, know I don't I doubt it's just anti-hacking now. You know, what my favorite 
conspiracy theory is? What? That your toaster is spying on you? Is that- I'm not kidding. <laughs> there was a there was a big scare that our hard appliances that are made in China, like toasters, uh-huh. will have Bluetooth or Wi-Fi chips programmed to take in data. And then what what they would do is they would brute force a local uh, internet you know router yeah. and send the data back to China. Oh, wow. So I don't know if that stuff's true because I, I talked to some security experts who said it was paranoia in the okay. in the in, you know the U.S. government and the military, but apparently they said there was some rule where it's like certain government entities couldn't buy products made in China. I think it still may be the case. Hmm. Hey, so didn't the USSR literally get a big old seal into the Oval Office with a listening device behind it at one point? I have no idea. Did that that's my, Yeah, that's my understanding. I don't oh. look it up, but there, but they've been listening that way for a long time. So I just checked. That Tencent owns 100% of Riot Games. Yeah. Riot Games owns Valorant, the video game. <laughs> so that anti-hacking is 100% owned by Tencent, which is 100% Chinese, which now we now know they were using TikTok to get our information, or TikTok. Hmm. So, so I was talking... I would s- not play that game if I were you. Get that off your system. It might be too late. There was a... Back in the day, there was this really funny thing you could download called like Sheep. Okay. And what it would do is on your desktop, a little sheep would walk around and you could like drag it and throw it. And it was just a fun little background graphic. That's dope. You, so people, you, you'd pick it up and you'd, it would like climb on folders. It would be like walking on your windows and people yeah. loved it. Turned out it was a virus. Uh-huh. It was a trick. Everybody wanted it. So everybody installed it and it gave backdoor access to some hackers. Or I, 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 oh, man. That's the story as I remember it. When it came to these toasters that were spying on us, I was told by a security expert the reality was... The U.S. government wanted an excuse to spend money on American-made products and bolster American companies over China. So they said, your toaster is spying on you. Your toaster, it's going to you know, download your, your internet or you know, secret information. And so then they took these, this grant money and said, okay, we got to go in and get rid of all of the Chinese toasters and microwaves and refrigerators and buy American. Hmm. And that was the real reason for it. But I'll tell you what, man, I think I wouldn't be surprised. It's not hard to do. You know, these these chips, like Wi-Fi chips, people don't realize that. They're tiny. Yeah. You can get them real small. I mean, look at a cell phone. You yeah. can put a tiny little an- antenna in there. Good point. And I'm telling you, man, it's really easy. to. There, there are programs that can, it's called brute force, a brute force attack, which is basically what it does is it sends every possible combination of passwords to the machine until it finds it. If you get a really good password, it could take forever. Yeah. But I'll tell you what, man, I've seen some crazy stuff back in my day in Spain during these big protests, this was back in like 2012, someone reverse engineered the algorithm of a local telecom. Okay. So what happens is when people bought the routers, the router would have a name. It would say, you know, like telecom 97, you know, 1A2. Mm-hmm. And then they would, they reverse engineered it so that if the, because the, the password was based on the name. So they figured out the algorithm and then you could type in the name of the router and it would generate the password for you. Wow. So then what they did was someone made an app that when you were walking down, when you were walking anywhere, your phone would constantly jump to any open router or any 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 router period because it would just, just figure the in, instantly out. reverse engineer the password. Wow! And so they were using that for live streaming when the cell when the cell infrastructure went down. <laughs> Think about how easy it is for some ragtag you know lefties to reverse engineer a company's you know router. You better believe China had access a long time ago. Oh, definitely. We're talking about a massive power, a a powerful you know country with military technology. And they're going to be, I, I mean, I'll tell you what, man, I'd be willing to bet China already knows, has access to everything. I would absolutely bet, you know, they have access to every single one of our, in, our systems, all our passwords. People don't realize yep. it is not hard. Yep. 
You know, you know, you know what uh, pe- people do? The easiest thing? They'll take a USB stick with a virus on it, and they'll just chuck it at a bank door. Bounce on the ground, hit the ground, and they walk away. And you know what happens? They plug it in to see what's Somebody on Somebody will walk up and go, oh, what's this? And they'll pick it up, and they'll put it in their computer. Boom, infect the whole network. Wow. And there's nothing you can do about that because people just don't know. Yeah. So you end up with making it very easy for, I mean, theoretically, take this out. We have, you know, USB uh, memory drives and, and flash drives yeah. made in China. That's a good point. They could easily hide simple software that you're buying it. You pop up in the package and you're like, it's a clean buy. I bought it from the store and boom, I mean, you put it in and everything is made in China. Yep. Apple, like Microsoft, like all these, uh, the top tech companies, everything's made in China. So what's stopping them from adding a little bit of, you know, a little chip here and there just so they can maybe one day just flip the switch and be like, all right, now we can see every single thing on every single one of these devices. That that message from Trump the other day, that ominous statement. Yeah. And now now where is he? Bedminster? Yeah, Bedminster, New Jersey. I and think. what what is that? It's his uh, bunker, his get- getaway course. spot. Yeah, he's got like a little. Oh, uh, it's a golf course. Sure, under the golf course. <laughs> he's been secretly building a bunker over the past several years. I'm sure. No, I'm sure it's been there for decades. Come on, come on. No, what's the what's the, what's the official what's the official reason? He's there for a vacation or yeah, something? Yeah, just there for the weekend. I think. No way. Oh, just for That's the weekend. What they said. Why would he have told the public yesterday? You're not going to see. You're not going to see. Of course, today he has a press conference. Well, yeah, we we weren't able to finish watching it because we had to go live today. But I want to now. I want to go watch it when I'm done. A lot of people have hit me up and been like, "Yo, he totally burned the media," and it's like, "Ooh, he he always does. He always does." But (laughs) I I missed it. So he's he's at this uh, thing in Ohio talking about whirlpool and stuff. And then he says, I got a lot of enemies. Rich people don't like what I'm doing, so you might not see me for a while. Yeah. He's like, these rich people, they're really mad. Yeah. There's a lot of people who are mad. Yeah. The Democrats. And I'll tell you what, if 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 you got these anti far lefties saying that they'll they'll do whatever is by any means necessary, they say. Yep. I I, I ask my I, I ask people I know when they like tell me anti is not that bad, I'm like, what do you think by any means necessary? means and and plus they were holding up this sign that says we don't want to reform anything the only way to change it is to burn everything down and it's a big flag they're carrying that around they're walking around with signs that say revolution nothing less yeah i'm like they're telling you what they want to do yeah they are what they believe in they're violent now of course the media is starting to realize you know yeah. Hey, the oh, American no. people don't like riots. Hmm. Oh. This is why. This is why well, I you think- already lost them. They already don't trust you. They already are pissed at these rioters, these peaceful protesters, as you yourself, media, has cl- declared them. I think it's ridiculous. This, this is why I think what's really happening is the Democrats are absolutely inept. Yep. Because if it really was this like nefarious plot where they were like, now we're going to cheat, then they wouldn't be playing catch up with Trump. Right. So I think they genuinely were like, ooh, we should have mail-in ballots because then we'll get big voter turnout. And then in California, they didn't. Like older voters turned out more. Yeah. Younger voters didn't. And now mail-in ballots are all broken. And so it, now they're like, Ugh. Yeah, like New York took six weeks and a and bunch 84, of- disqualif- 84,000 people disqualified. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's totally, Crazy. totally broken. Crazy. So now, now, now you're ending up with this. For the past several months, the riots have gotten worse. People obviously don't like them. Trump was the only one doing anything about it, and still Trump is the only one doing anything about it. The cops are certainly arresting people. The courts are just letting them go. Mm -hmm. And now we have 
quite honestly, I think this is one of the funniest stories. I love, I love this. This is great. This is from the Daily Beast. I'm not scared. She faces life in prison after allegedly buying red protest paint. Oh, is that all? <laughs> protest oh, no. paint. She bought protest paint. <laughs> protest paint. She right. Writes, That's all she did. I, I realized that in the eyes of the state, I had become an enemy for exercising what is supposed to be a protected right. Now, now I have some questions before we even read this. We're going we're to tear this article to shreds, mind you. She, why, why does she have bruises on all of, on, all up her arm? If all she did was buy paint, did she slip and hit and, and fall in the oh, paint? Hit fallen. her arm? She must have slipped and fallen down the stairs mm-hmm. and she repeatedly was, bumped she was her arm. She peacefully protesting, Tim. No, 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 no. She only bought red paint. That's oh, all right. it says. Yeah, that's right. That's all it says. So she's at, you know, Home Depot. She says, one red paint, please. They hand it to her. And then she goes, whoop, slips, falls down. And the paint can repeatedly strikes her arm as it bounces. And now she's injured. That's the, and then they came in and arrested her. Oh, I feel bad right? for her. How dare they? How dare they? Yes, look at this. Madalena McNeil is accused of buying red paint before a protest. Under aggressive new criminal charges, it could mean she spends the rest of her life in prison. McNeil, 28, was among four people charged Tuesday for their alleged actions at, uh, at a July Salt Lake City, Utah protest over a district attorney's decision that the fatal police shooting of a young man was justified. Protesters allegedly splashed red paint on the DA's office, broke windows and hung signs calling for justice for the slain man. But instead of merely charging the protesters with vandalism or even rioting, that same DA used a charging enhancement to claim they operated as a gang. Under these new charges, the demonstrators face up to life in prison. It's the latest in a pattern of harsh measures that ratchet up potential penalties by treating protesters like a criminal conspiracy. You know what? Protesters. No, 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 no. No, no. It's a gang. Congratulations. Congratulations. That's the way to do it. They are a gang. They're dressing the same. They're wearing riot gear. They're going out. They're literally waving the the same flags. How much you you want to bet? How much you want to bet when they charge the Proud Boys with gang violence? This this writer had nothing but negative things to say about the Proud Boys and nothing but positive things to say about their finally being arrested. I, I, I would bet with you there. In New York City, Antifa showed up to uh, an event where Gavin McInnes was speaking and the Proud Boys were there. When the Proud Boys left, they had Antifa all littered all over about, you know, about this area. So finally, a scuffle breaks out. The the police wanted to charge both groups. But Antifa, I got to admit, they're much smarter when it comes to law enforcement, refused to cooperate. They got stomped out, you know, but they were both basically trying to fight. The Antifa guys were taunting him and heckling him. The Proud Boys run up to him. The guy throws a bottle. A fight breaks out. Antifa got stomped brutally. The cops came. The Proud Boys cooperated. And now they're going to prison. I think they're in prison. And Antifa refused to cooperate and fled. The police were like, we would have charged them both with gang violence. But they fled. So now only the Proud Boys get in trouble. I guarantee you, they didn't care. This, the Daily Beast writers and all these, they didn't care. They, yeah. were, they were probably like, good, charge them. They're a criminal gang. Okay, when you post messages with a name like they're doing in Portland over and over again, they have a they have a branded name in Portland. And I'm not talking about Rose City, but, you know, Rose City is the typical Antifa group that everyone talks about. There's another group that organizes on uh, on Twitter and says, everyone show up here and wear this. Yep. Okay, y'all are in a gang, dude. Definitely. <laughs> and you're in. You're, so did you, did you hear what the uh, uh, the mayor of Portland said the other day? What? He accused Antifa of attempted murder. Wow. Because they blocked the exits of the police station and tried to burn it down with people inside. Jeez. And you know what's funny? Hmm. That night they did it again. Of course. And little old ladies came out. Amazing. You saw, you saw the little old ladies? Uh, yeah, they're my new heroes. It, how insane, man. Little old ladies came out to defend the police station. Put the fire out. 
and they were they they, they splashed her in the face with paint. Yeah, she's got paint in her eyes, she's, dude. And she wouldn't leave. She was just standing there like a boss. But then they went. Props to you, two old ladies. Props. Then they went to a residential neighborhood, and one of the locals came out with a weapon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. You know what? It's only a matter of the, time. The reason why they call themselves Antifa and Black Lives Matter, as most of you probably realize, is so that they can play this stupid game where you're like, hey, I would appreciate it if you stopped throwing paint in you know, li- the faces of little old ladies. They'd <gasps> say, what, are you a fascist? Are you, are you saying that they don't matter? How dare you? You're saying black lives don't matter? Are you a fascist? Because we're anti-fascists. So I announced on Twitter, I'm starting an organization called the Weekend Vulnerable Elderly Grandmothers. Yep. That way, when a group of weak and vulnerable elderly grandmothers like are playing a game of, you know, uh, tackle football down at the local park. And Antifa shows up with some complaints. Mm-hmm. After the fight breaks out, it'll be Antifa attacks weak and vulnerable elderly grandmothers. And then when they say, nah, there are a bunch of, you know, ruffians playing football. I'll be like, oh, you hate weak and vulnerable elderly grandmothers. Apparently they do. Well, they so. identify as as the weak and vulnerable elderly yes. grandmothers. Yep. We all identify. So. And then we'll, we'll, we'll be flexing. We'll get some bodybuilders. But I'm a weak grandmother. Ugh, don't you oppose me? And the media, like morons, will just churn it out. Yep. The weak and vulnerable elderly grandmothers were viciously attacked by Antifa. They're like, they don't do this any is research. getting good clicks. This is getting so good look, clicks. So I'll tell you what the issue with this article is. The headline. Yep. She, she faces life in prison after allegedly buying protest paint. <laughs> no, 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 no. The headline should be she faces life in prison after engaging in gang violence and purchasing weapons and materials and vandalizing a DA's office. Yep. That's your title. But you know what they do with this? People are going to share the title and they're not going to read the article. Right. When the article pops up on Twitter, people, people are going to be like, oh, no, what's happening? And that's it. Fascists. Well, how about we go to uh, CBS? And even this is funny. Utah protesters who splashed red paint and <sighs> broke protesters. windows could face up to life in prison because of gang enhancement. I'm sorry, man. I'm not going to be crying anytime soon. Same. Look, I, 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 I always value freedom over security. I'll tell you what. But these people have been given a free pass to go around and smash everything up. And now they're getting comeuppance. There have been riots going on endlessly, mostly in Portland for sure. But there, there, there have been riots in other areas. Let, let's, re, let's read CBS's take on this. And, and, and they even straight up say, look at this. Black Lives Matter. They're not calling it Antifa. Wow. Of course, they accidentally misspelled rioter right here. Black Lives Matter rioters in Salt Lake City have been accused of splashing paint on a road and smashing the windows of the district attorney's building at a July protest. Riot, I'm sorry. And now the charges they face carry a maximum sentence of life in prison. Prosecutors charged multiple. And this is in this is Utah, right? Yeah, Salt Lake City. They're not messing around. Yeah. Now, this is this is not Seattle, man. Prosecutors charged multiple protesters with the crimes on Wednesday. The Associated Press reported the charges have more severe consequences because Salt Lake City District Attorney Sam Gill upgraded them with a gang enhancement, which increases the penalties for offenses committed in concert with two or more person or in relation to a criminal street gang. That's exactly what they are. That's what I mean. That's exactly what they are. They're a street gang. It is under the guise of being virtuous. I do think three people. It's like it's a hard law to do, to be honest. Like. I guess. In, in, but, but it's in concert. So, so there you go. So if three people are walking down. But think about it this way. Let's say you meet up with, you two, with, with your two friends. Okay. And then, you know, you see people get into a fight. So the three of you jump in and engage, engage in the fight. Okay. They charge you with a crime. There's three of you acting together. They upgrade the crime to life in prison. You know what I mean? This is different, obviously. I mean, and I th- they all wear riot gear. They're all 
protected, wearing helmets. You know, they're wearing the same clothes. They have a uniform. Yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm saying it, the difficult thing with gang with gang laws are that like if three people you know go out and do something dumb, is it they're not in a gang? You know what I mean? Right. But there's got to be a threshold they set somewhere because how do how do identify gangs, which makes yeah. it difficult. But this is what judges are for, True. right? So this is this is. I've talked to lawyers about this, and they're like, even when laws seem like they're over the top or not enough, judges have their discretion. That's the point. Yeah. You have the written law, and then you have the interpretation through the judges. So I'll tell you what, man. If uh, you get a name, and you're organizing on Twitter with your branded name, you tell people to show up, and they do, and they're buying weapons and stuff, yep. and then they're destroying things, and you're all wearing the same clothes, uh, it kind of sounds like a gang to me. Yeah. Or you know? a mafia. Huh? Huh? I mean, the same thing. I know. It's where gang comes from. Yeah. Gangsters, yeah. right? So let's see. They say, with the enhancement, second-degree felony charges, which is u- which usually have a sentence of 1 to 15 years, can be upgraded to life in prison. Look, man, I don't like the prison system. It's only going to make these people crazier or worse. Actually, I take that back. You know why? When you, Do you know who the bike lock basher is? I know of it. You know, who, what was that guy's name? His name was Eric. Eric what? He was a teacher of philosophy, I believe, at Berkeley. <laughs> yeah, I remember finding was it he? mildly ironic. Yeah, yeah. He was an adjunct. The bike lock basher. Yeah. He's a, he's a super villain. Tell us about he, him. He went around with a bike lock in Berkeley, and he bashed seven people over the head with a bike lock. And, and the, these, are, these are kill shots. Yeah. There was one dude on his knees with his hands up. Okay. And he, he, he comes out of the crowd, and he just cracks them over the skull. Jeez. Yeah. So these people are... Uh, nuts, I suppose. Yeah. But this guy had the strike through tattoo on his chest. Okay. All right, which is the Antifa symbol of the three arrows. Do you think that guy was it w- would fare well in a, a prison for violent offenders? No. Nope. What kind of groups function in prisons? Gangs. Gangs. Yep. And what kind of gang are the white people in? White supremacists. <laughs> so what do you think is going to happen when the scrawny, you know, uh, white hippie dude shows up? Well, I shouldn't call him a hippie. He's violent. And he's literally got the tattoo. You know, they're going to be like, what's up? What yeah. are you going to do about it? Yeah. That guy would not survive. No, not now, at all. Now, look, I got to be honest. My, my understanding of prison is based on movies and TV shows, so it's probably not completely accurate. No, I, I watched this um, this YouTube video about an ex-convict who was talking about these these Antifa types saying they have no idea what they're in for if they go to prison. <laughs> Literally what you're saying, that's yeah, what dude. he was saying. Because he was saying the, these gangs, these they, they operate in groups. Every single different type of group exists inside of a, inside of a, a and it's prison. race based, right? And it is, and, yeah. and it's sad, but it's true. I mean, you know that I, I, you know, I think it's sad, but that's that's what the reality is. So if these people, they're like anti-fascist, anti-racism. You, they they get put into prison where they have tattoos. They have no group. Every single yep. person in there is like, you're you're minced meat. Well, you know what, man? This guy got got. Uh, he basically got a free pass. He got let go. He tried. He, he basically tried to kill seven people, and they wouldn't even charge him with this stuff. What? There's Three a guy. Probation. There's a guy on his knees with his hands up, trying to stop the fighting, and he cracked him over the head. That's insane. Yeah, it's insane. These people are terrorists. Wow. Yeah, targeted a dude on his Where knees. Where was this? In Berkeley. In Berkeley. Yep. The, a guy got on his knees in between both crowds, putting his hands up, and tried stopping people from fighting. So he cracked him over the skull with a bike lock. We call oh. him the bike lock basher. So these people, man, life in prison, huh? They'll, what, what, what do you think is going to happen to them if they go to prison for that long? They're not going to go to prison for life. 
No, 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 no. It's not even about life. If, it's about prison. So if they go to prison, they're going to get, they're going to become someone's. Uh, How long do you think they're going to cry for? I, I can't say that. Female dog. What's the, the, the <laughs> yeah, slang for that? I like that? That is, excuse <laughs> me, that is a sexist stereotype. It is offensive. It's offensive hate speech. I'm not offended. Thanks for clarifying. How, how, how long? How long do you think these people are going to cry for? Oh man! How long do you think she cried for when you've she seen, found you've out? You've seen Shawshank Redemption, right? Yeah. Where the they <laughs> bet on who's going to cry first? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd put my money on all of them. <laughs> yeah. No, man. but like, how long will they be crying for? Oh man! Because we know they're going to cry. You know. Well, they're going to toughen up eventually over the things they're going to be dealing you know, with. You know, it's kind of crazy. Oh my gosh, I can't remember what movie it is that I saw, but it was about this dude who goes to prison. And it was like he was a, he was a, a teenager. He, you know, I can't remember what the movie was. He goes to prison and he becomes a white supremacist because like that's the gang he had to join. OK. And it turned him into that when he got out of prison. That was his whole world now. Oh, so it was like it's sad. Yeah. Something like that. Could you imagine these Antifa people running around yelling like bash the fash and like throwing paint and screaming and crying? They come out of prison all like hard as stone and super racist. Like, just a total inversion of whatever it is they are now. Yeah. You give them a few years, and their only survival is to toughen up and join a gang. Yep. And now all of a sudden, there's... You know, I'll tell you what, though. The good, the good news for my guess is, now that Bill Barr is going after all of these people, dropping the hammer of justice, yep. they'll be able to form their own Antifa gang in the yeah. prison. <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah. There'll be enough of them where they're going to be, like, you know, hanging out together. Of course, they'll be the weakest gang. Because <laughs> yeah. the super ripped dudes in the other gangs are going to be like, shut up. Yep. I'm going to tell you what to do. Let's read a little bit more. Check this out. They say one of the protesters is 28-year-old Madalena McNeil, who, according to arrest records, was charged with felonies of criminal mischief and rioting. Oh, but but the Daily Beast said buying paint. You yeah, see, that's you, all. See, you see how this works? It's not rioting to buy paint. You could just buy paint. Well, apparently, if we're taking both at face value, they're charging with rioting for buying paint. No. Actually, she did buy paint, but she later shoved a police officer. <gasps> hey, oh. let's try this again. Battery. Let's try this again. I'm not scared. She faces life in prison after allegedly shoving a police officer. Assaulting a police officer. Assaulting that's, a police officer. Assault. There you go. Much the better. July 9th protest was held after Gill said the officer involved shooting that resulted in the death of Bernardo Palacio was justified. McNeil, who said she spent Tuesday night in jail, has since been released, told KUTV that she didn't do anything wrong but that it would be silly to look at the potential of life in prison and, uh, it, to look at it would be silly to look at the potential of life in prison and not be scared now to be fair i will say innocent until proven guilty right so we'll you know we'll see how these things play out there's a court of law for these things well i mean she shoved the police officer that's it's pretty bad. i haven't seen a video of it i haven't either You're yeah right. a cop can tell me it happened and i'll be like yeah 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 show me proof yeah. Like, I don't, I don't look, I don't like people who go around starting fights, riding, smashing windows and all that stuff. Right. State still got to prove it. That's true. And the, well, I mean, if, if it comes down to it, the state's going to believe the police officer. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. And it's a problem. It's a huge problem. But I'll, I'll, I'll clarify my position. I'm talking about the idea. Wait, wait, hold on. Are you saying that they should have more funding for maybe every cop to have body cams? So I then mean, they that'd can, be fantastic. Live stream of, it. Yeah, maybe, then they can all be held accountable for anything that they have to deal with. Hmm. Here's, here's what I'm saying. Hmm. I don't know about this lady, but I'll tell you two things. The media is falsely framing the story, first and foremost. I don't know if she actually did it. She's being accused. We'll see if you know the trial proves uh, beyond a reasonable doubt. But, the, but we've already got this media outlet saying, she only bought paint. Oh, no. Well, no, she, she's accused of assaulting an officer. Let's be real. And smashing windows and throwing paint around. This story from CBS brings up the issue of gang well they both bring up the issue of gang enhancement i am i lean for 
gang enhancement charges for these Antifa people. One hundred percent. I agree. They are. They're gangs. And I, I, I looked actually just now while while you were talking to find the uh, pictures of the front of the DA's office. I can't find it. It's, oh, really? It, it's lost in my Twitter feed. A lot of people... Oh, but people were showing you. People were showing me. They're like, yo, check us out. And I was like, whoa. And, and now we're talking about it. And now, now I'm trying to find it. I can't even find it. But, I mean, the it's covered in red paint. The windows are smashed in. It's crazy. So it's, it's it wasn't like they just spilled a little bit of paint, uh, black, uh, red uh, ha, paint everywhere. But it's crazy. The oh, wind, yeah, they poured wind, it over. Yeah. Did yeah, you find the picture? I found the picture, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, they poured wild. it all over the place. Yeah, right down the front. I, uh, I did a quick little edit to fix the article. Oh, oh you, you did? Yeah, I did. I, uh, I, <laughs> I'm just kidding. This is not real. <laughs> I, uh, while Adam was talking, I went, I went into the source code and just changed the, the text. Oh, so wait. it says, after Let's allegedly see. assaulting an oh, officer. Wow, dude. I fixed it for you, Daily oh, Beast. Cool. There's after allegedly assaulting. You. No, no, <laughs> no. no. I'm, I was making a point. I was making a point. Easily but that's, done. But I'm making a point about the media. They could have said she's facing it. And, and they could have made the title something more specific, like for gang enhancement. Or, or for riding with her gang and assaulting a DA's office and a police officer. What is the job of All a journalist? All of those have happened. What is the job of a journalist? Well, it was to uphold the truth and tell the people exactly that. To, tell, to help people understand what's happening in the world. Exactly. What did this person just do for the Daily Beast? confused people well they push they push the narrative they want people to think well in a, in, a, in a simple sense they made it harder to understand what's actually happening tucker carlson said this on a show the other night he said that here's some stuff that happened and you know that's what that's what the news is supposed to be for it's for you to decide how you feel about what has actually happened and that's what i'm trying it's to not do. news no no i know Right. Well, the Daily Beast is not news. No, the Daily Beast is clearly the, not news. The point I'm making but is... That's, it's but the, you just asked me what a journal, what news is supposed to be, what a journalist is supposed to do. It's supposed to convey the, the, what's actually happening, and, and, that's, and then you, you take what you will from it. A little bit more than that. Journalists help you understand the truth. Right. What Even she's better, doing yeah. is the opposite of that. So whatever the opposite of a journalist is, that's what the Daily Beast is doing. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to name the person, but uh, you know, to put it simply... If someone said to you, I, th- I think the easiest, the easiest way you can explain it is the dihydrogen monoxide hoax, which oh, yeah. you're familiar with. Right? I am, yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's, an, it's an old school, like funny thing where you say, like, did you know dihydrogen monoxide is a you know, corrosive chemical that can eat through metal and it's found in cancer cells and everybody gets all scared and you say we should ban it. And it turns out it's actually water and you're framing it in such a way to confuse them. That's not journalism. It's sophistry. So you have these people who are you, you have you have some real journalists. But I mean, you look at the articles we've gone through today already with like the, the hack of Reddit mm-hmm. and you have no real understanding of what happened with the Reddit hack, not journalism to just be like a bunch of pro Trump messages appeared on, on the on this website and people say it was a hack. It's like, well, if you want them to understand to the best of their ability what really happened, you need to break everything down for them and say, but the messages were written in Chinese, so we can't necessarily conclude who or why this was done. <laughs> they don't do that, though. They, it's, it's like I, t- I, t- I tell you, man, these, you've, got, you've got two kinds of journalists in the world. Mm-hmm. Actually, there, there's technically three, but let's go first. I would say probably 40% of journalists are sitting in chairs, leaning back with like their mouth half open, drooling, going, Gah. and their boss comes in and they're like, can you write about this hack thing? Ugh, I guess. 
And then they look and say, Trump, hack. Um, they forget to capitalize letters. <laughs> words are missing. Like, we, we, yeah, grammar was totally messed Ugh. up. There's no editor. And they hit send and they publish it. And they're like, there, I'm done. Can I go home now? Then you have, I would say, about 59% of journalists are just political operatives trying to figure out ways to cover a story as such that it would benefit their political agenda. Good point. So this is a much bigger faction. And they're sitting there looking at a story and they're going, dude, did you see this? This woman attacking the DA's office? This is bad. She's being charged with gang enhancement. Now all these people are. Just write it and say it was paint. You're right. You're right. You're right. She bought paint. That's it. How else can we frame this to to, to protect them? Mm -hmm. And then you have 1% of journalists that are like, let's get to the bottom of this and really understand this to make sure that our audience has has a firm grasp of the political realities of our world. And those are the rare ones. One in a hundred might actually be doing it. I'm I mean, cla- I'm clapping for you right yeah, now. Too. Look, we, we, no, 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 no. Don't take this away from me. I'm clapping for you because you're okay. one of those people. Yeah. Well, I think what we do on this is an attempt to try and break down what's happening to better understand what's really going on. Yeah. That's the gist of everything. Exactly. I, mean, we, we, I could sit here and be like, wow, look at all those dumb Trump supporters who were, tw- were hacking Reddit. And then we were done. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's really like, boring. no, like we're actually going to try and break it down. Yeah. But this is unfortunately what you end up getting. Which brings me to the next hilarious bit in the whole narrative. What's this? The New York Times now acknowledging that maybe people don't like violent riots? <gasps> hmm. Here's the funny part. <laughs> I tell you what, man. They wrote, the New York Times wrote this article, abolish the police. Those who survived the chaos in Seattle aren't so sure. What is it like when a city abandons a neighborhood and the police vanish? Business owners describe a harrowing experience of calling for help and being left all alone. You know what's funny about it? They mention they mention specifically that the, 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 the main guy in their story is a gay man of Middle Eastern descent who moved from Texas there so he could be more comfortably out. And the reason that's funny is not because of this person. It's because they ignored his plight. When the Chaz was going on in Seattle and Antifa was, you know, romping about with guns, oppressing this man harassing him, harassing his customers and and barricading him in some instances from even coming in to where he where his store was. The New York Times wrote a whole bunch of articles that were just like that were dumb things like, why is everybody talking about summer Antifa? It's love. a summer of love. We're going to have a great time. It's Business peaceful. owners love Chaz. Really? Do they? Yep. Go ahead. This guy, don't. look at this. Young white men wielding guns would harangue customers, as well as Mr. Khan, a gay man of Middle Eastern descent who moved from Texas so he could be more comfortably out. To get into his coffee shop, he sometimes had to seek the permission of self-appointed armed guards to cross a border they had erected. They barricaded us all in here, Mr. Khan said, and they were sitting in lawn chairs with guns for 23 days in June. About six blocks in the city's Capitol Hill neighborhood were claimed by left wing demonstrators and declared police free. Protesters hailed it as liberation from police oppression from white supremacy and a catalyst for a national movement. And then they go and talk about, you know, George Floyd, how it started. They say some even call for abolishing the police altogether and closing down precincts, which happened in Seattle. That has left small business owners as lonely voices in progressive areas, arguing that police officers are necessary and that cities cannot function without a robust public safety presence. Yeah, well, here we go. They mentioned Portland, Oregon. Many other businesses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In, 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 in interviews, they expressed support for the Black Lives Matter movement, but they also worried their businesses already debilitated by the coronavirus pandemic will struggle to survive if police departments and city governments cannot protect them. You know what? I, I'm sorry, man. I, I don't really care anymore, to be honest. You know why? 
Because they're what? They didn't stand up for themselves when they were there? Because these cities vote for them. And, and look, at a certain point, I can be like, I am sorry this is happening to you. But after months of this, with the Democratic states locking down and destroying the local economies, conservatives, Republican states didn't, didn't do this as much. They did in some, they're doing it in some places. With the Democrats and some Republicans, um, you know, overseeing the arrest of business owners, at a certain point, you've got to leave because you are being targeted, because the government is oppressive, or you can't vote for these people. But I'll tell you what, right now, there's a tendency. I'm, I see these journalists post on Twitter, some of them, these are, these are people who actually like quit the news industry, will point out like, has anybody checked the numbers on these, you know, conservative Republican states that didn't lock down and they're doing fine? And you look at New York that went nuts and is the worst in the country. Yeah. And, or and was. Then, and then you got de Blasio and Cuomo out there touting that they're the best. They handled it the best since day while, one. While they literally laugh as they burn everything to the ground. Yeah. I covered a story earlier on, my, on, on one of my channels where they've put homeless people in Upper West Side luxury hotels. Yeah. Three and, of them. And do you know what these people are doing? Yeah. They're pissing in the hallways. They're doing drugs. Everywhere. Offering crack to, you know. The woman, the mother who's walking their two-year-old gonna, kid down the street. I'm gonna give you it's guys, crazy. I'm going to give you guys a family-friendly warning. Earmuffs if you've got kids. All right? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say it one more time. If you've got kids listening, earmuffs. Because here we go. There's a photo of a dude cranking it on the sidewalk outside this hotel. Yep. Wow. That's what New York City has become. Oof. How, how crazy, man. And it's, the Daily it's Mail. It's going back in time. Yeah. They yep. really want to bring it all back to the way things used to be. Mm. Maybe... Can can you think of any reason why de Blasio is doing this? To maybe to de-gentrify New York. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm kind of I'll serious, tell you what, though. I mean, if you think about it, if all I'll the wealthy people are leaving, all the property value is going to die out, and then it's an opportunity for people be, to, to snatch it all up. Yeah. I'm, so these billionaires will buy up all these garbage properties. Uh, yeah. And well, then, I, I didn't even think about it that way, but yeah. I guess if you think about the long run, yep. all the people with money are like, you know what? I'll just buy it and. While it's in terrible shape, whatever, I don't care. Yeah. Eventually, you know, it'll get back. You know Bill de Blasio was a landlord? Of course he is. Yeah, he makes like nine grand a month, according to one article I was reading, from rental sense. income. Mm -hmm. So here's what happens. They burn New York City to the ground. They buy it up. They buy it up. Mm -hmm. They, as in the establishment politicians, their buddies. So New York becomes uninhabitable for a couple of years, yep. relatively. Wow. Property values collapse to a substantial degree. Wealthy real estate developers come in and buy up as much as they can from all the small businesses. And look, you, one of the issues I have with the progressive tax system right now okay. is that it stops at, I think, 250K, which means if you make, you know, 300, you're being taxed very heavily above 250, okay. which makes it harder for you to become a wealthy industrialist or real estate agent, you know, uh, tycoon or whatever. I see. But if you're making millions upon millions of dollars, you're being taxed at the same percentage. It's easier for you with your millions to make big investments. So uh, this is one, one of the things I really do agree with Bernie Sanders on is expanding the progressive tax brackets. In fact, oh, that makes sense. I yeah, can see so, that. Yeah, yeah. So Bernie's proposal actually would lower taxes for people who make, I think, like 250 to, to 500. Mm -hmm. you'd, you'd pay less because not everybody who makes 250, you know, not everybody who makes more than 250 is making 50 billion. So it would just basically you know, expand the, it would, it the would, numbers. It would stretch it out. Yeah. And I think that, right, makes, that sense. makes sense. Yeah. It, it definitely makes sense. And then what ends, so, but, but anyway, that's a whole other issue. The point is, there are people in New York City who are wealthy, 
maybe they make $500,000 a year. Mm -hmm. These are the 1% in New York. But you make $500,000 a year, you might own one or two buildings in New York City. You're someone like Bezos, who's got, you know, liquid assets in the, in the in hundreds of billions, you know, hundred something billion. And he owns a bunch of hard assets. Bezos can, you know, Elon Musk billionaires can start buying up more properties with less risk. So here's what happens. Yep. When Bill de Blasio just decimates these cities, then the people who are making half a mil have to sell their one or two properties. Maybe they have a little bit more than that. I mean, I think a lot of the people making half a mil probably are real estate developers, probably own rental properties. But now it's now they've got no rent, no rentees, no rent coming in. So they sell at a massive discount in desperation and they get out of the city. Hmm. Then the big the big wigs, the real the real money, they can come in and snap their fingers. Tell they, they tell their their realist, you know, their management company. They say, hey, buy up that whole row of buildings. They're just they're up for sale. I'll take them all yep. for dirt. And then we'll sit on them for a couple of years. I ain't got nothing to worry about. And now, you know, five years from now or whatever, when the city's recovered, it will have a lot less individual ownership of these properties. So maybe that's why they're burning it all down. Anyway, the main point, however, is, is more so what the far left has been doing with the rioting. And that's another point. Why would Bill de Blasio allow these people to go out and riot? Why would he paint these messages on the ground? This resulted in driving away half a million people and some of the wealthier people who live there. It's going to make the property values of New York go in the gutter. I'll keep my eye on it. Buy, on a, bu buy a building in a few years. Yeah, well. <laughs> no joke. I'm I not mean, going anywhere near New York ever again, man. Yeah, that's a good point. Because think about, look, unless you're going to be one of these ultra wealthy, you know, billionaires or millionaires, yep. you're going to be smacked down. Yeah. I, it true. reminds me of that story from Donald Trump where he was like walking with one of his kids and he pointed to the homeless guy and says, see that man? Mm -hmm. he's, he's wealthier than I am. Because Donald, because uh, Trump's liabilities were higher than his, his assets or whatever. Yeah. He owed more than he actually had, but he was still a billionaire. It's like a weird, weird how that works. Right. And it, it reminds me of that. There are going to be a lot of people who will buy up a bunch of properties, even if they're not super wealthy, once, the, once they go down to the gutter. And then they'll figure out ways to maintain it just enough so that when the property value goes up, they'll turn a quick profit. All in all, though, I think ultimately the city is just going to be burnt to the ground. You know, figuratively, I agree. You know, so I, I would, I would, I would stay away with them, stay away from them. Well, I mean, there's also the the conspiracy, uh, the conspiracy that we may go to war, and that they're trying to keep everyone from the big cities. Well, that's what somebody said in the chat the other day. Oh yeah, in the super chat. Mm -hmm. That what if they're trying to push people out of cities out of fear of some kind of strike? Yeah, yeah, maybe. I guess. I think maybe is always the easiest way to look at it because yeah, I mean, you know, we're we're dangerously close to war with China. Trump's actions are really going to ruffle some feathers, man. It's true, yeah. So it's possible. And what what's, like I said it before, man, you think about the results of a lot of this, and it is beneficial to the United States in the event of a war. Not the, not the, not the civil unrest and discord. That's bad for us, this, yeah, this, this unity. Course. But if you've got people leaving cities, decentralizing the, our economy, going, you know, only essential jobs now, so people are getting away from vanity jobs, trying to find jobs that actually are essential to help the country function. They're buying guns like crazy. Yeah, record yeah. record numbers. So, yeah. you know, if we did go to war, well, we're going to have a ton of guns everywhere. A lot True. of armed people. Mm -hmm. And I'll tell you what. Trained. I mean, they're they're not only buying. I mean, I'm, I'm reading stories about it. Everyone's buying guns, but everyone's training. They're talking about how, you know, they were scared to have a gun. They didn't believe in guns at the beginning of the year for most of their life. But now they've got a gun and they've gotten training, which is very important. And now they're like, you know, I, I feel like I can handle myself in situations where a gun is required. And it's like, 
good because you should you should know what you're doing with it. I, t- I tweeted this out. I think it was early today. Seven about seven months ago, I said straight up, I do not want any guns in my house, period. Just no, just not happening. I'm not going to deal with this. Then COVID happened. And I was like, wow, people are rushing to buy guns. They're worried about this. I should consider this. Yeah. And the riots happened. And I was like, one gun, please. And I went to the store and now now I have several. And Crowder <laughs> actually got me uh, a SIG. But we're, we're, we're being we're, we're trying to we're trying to expand and move to a bigger facility. So we're a bit we're a bit jammed up in that regard. But yes, Crowder did send me that SIG and it's chilling, waiting for me, modified, all ready to go. I just can't go and pick it up. It's got to be shipped to a, you're a new location. A workaholic. It's not. It's not just that. It's got to be shipped to the proper location. That's to, right. put, it, to yeah. put it simply. Exactly. You know. And right now, it's it had it had to be modified, so it had to be sent to a specific facility. Now that it is, it's got to be sent to another place. But we're like a week out or two weeks from relocating. So I'm like, if they're gonna send, yeah, it's too. It's too. It's it's a weird. Yeah, we're jammed up. Mm-hmm. But I'll tell you what, man. I was thinking about it, and I was you know. So we had the, uh, the what was it the the AG in New York. Yeah, tries is trying to dissolve the NRA. Oh yeah, That's I don't right. know anything about the NRA to be honest, other than like they're like a really really old like I guess they call themselves the oldest civil rights organization because oh, okay. it was formed in like 1870 something. Oh wow, yeah. So I don't know uh, much about them. They're accused of a bunch of wrongdoing and stuff, but it's interesting to me now that I'm paying attention to this because I'm like, when I see these Democrats now say things like we should have a nationwide gun ban on certain things, I'm, I'm now now I see myself going like, no, yeah, no, no. <laughs> how no. dare you. Seven months ago, nope. It was the riots that did it. And I, started, I sat and thought about it, really, and I was like, oh, wow, my opinion really did change on this. Yeah. Because the threat became, you know, too big. And I think that's, that really is a good way to understand people's political opinions on certain issues. The people who are pro 2A, many of them live out in the middle of nowhere and must defend themselves. Yep. They don't have this, this luxury of a cop who's around the corner. And even when the cop is around the corner— there's no guarantee they'll be there fast enough if someone breaks in your house. Well, now we got these these places that who where you're talking about where they were around the corner. Keyword there were. They they're no longer there. They're defunding them. Right. So they're making these cities that used to have this presence of police around the corner that you can be like, "You know what? They're around the corner. They'll be here in no time. You know, we don't need guns in the cities." This goes back to the whole Democrats the riots have 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 ruined them, in my opinion. Yeah, I agree. Because now I'm thinking about it, and if they controlled the riots, I probably would still be complacent and comfortable not thinking twice about needing self-defense. That's a good point. But because they supported Black Lives Matter and they supported the rioting, and they still do. Yeah, and they still, I mean, they're shutting down, church, going to church. Yep. Pretty much anything other than rioting, they, they're cracking down on. Now, Now I'm more like, I can't, I, 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 man, I can't support any, anybody who comes out for gun control in any capacity, literally, literally any. And it's because of the riots and because they've, they've demoralized the police, they've stripped them of their access and resources Mm -hmm. and they're vile. They, they openly violate the law to benefit themselves. Absolutely. Every, all the time, nonstop. It's getting more and more blatant too. So now I'm sitting here thinking like these people, these people hate me. They oppose me. And I have done nothing to them. And it's the weirdest thing to see, like, Bill de Blasio, all the horrifying things this man has done. Yeah. Like, man, I tell you, he really hates people. He just hates, 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 hates. It's, 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 it's right there. He bypasses the permit process using taxpayer funds 
to paint a political message that will benefit his campaign yep. and then has the NYPD guarding that message in front of Trump Tower. 27 officers, more than any unit that's even in the NYPD. So not only are they defunding the police, taking these the crime units out of these areas that need them, that now, I, I don't remember the exact number, over 180% increase in homicides now happening in these areas. But he's got 27 officers guarding this Black Lives Matter. And they're, they're actually... There was an article I read today about they're thinking about just not repainting it because it's been vandalized so much. Yeah. It's causing taxpayers more money now. Well, I mean, just money, period, and it's too much. If uh, if, it were, if it were up to me and I was going to be filing action, I'll, I'll just put it this way. My, my personal thoughts on this is that Bill de Blasio should immediately be impeached or for, for taking taxpayer funds. And all 27 of those officers should be fired and be stripped of their retirements or whatever they have coming to them. They should immediately lose their jobs. Done. End of story. Lose their jobs and any benefit they should have had. Kicked out, stripped, nothing. I'll tell you why. You aid and abet a corrupt politician who is illegally placing a a campaign message and stand guard over it. That's your choice. And if you want to stand against the people and against the Constitution, I will absolutely be standing against you. So how about this? We get some legal action against Bill de Blasio for violating the law and stealing taxpayer funds to repeatedly defend a political message for his campaign. And all of the cops who thought, I'm just going to I'm just going to do whatever I'm told and support this corrupt politician stealing taxpayer funds. You're along with them. I'll tell you what, man, if you're standing next to the criminal and you're blocking us from 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 dealing with it, you're aiding and abetting. Just like I said with Antifa and the wall of moms, you want to be a wall of moms standing in front of these far left extremists on explosives. You may as well be you're, you're aiding. You are literally contributing to that. That's another gang. I what the moms. Oh, they're definitely. All dressed, the wall, they're all dressing yeah. together. They're all dressing the same. They're all attacking the, the precincts. They're 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 just as guilty as the other rioters. They're, they're, they are the other writers. It's the same thing. You're absolutely they right. They just changed their clothes. But they're a, a you know, legitimate man? gang. They've got a, a group. They've got a name. They've got an outfit. They're attacking just the same. That's a gang. I, yeah. And I they know. have a name, I'm too. Just, I'm the just wall of moms. slamming it home because I want people to realize that. So listen, I am, I am absolutely fed up when I read these articles that are so tribalist. They will defend the police who are violating the law. And I'm like, nah, I'm not playing that game. Yep. My, my, my views, my, my defense is for the constitution of this, of these United States, of this country, yep. of upholding the law. So I'm no fan of the cops who killed Brianna Taylor. I'm no fan of police brutality, but I'll tell you this. There is no excuse for defending someone like Bill de Blasio. There is no excuse for seizing the legal firearm of someone defending their property from a violent mob that they're scared of because these people have been implicated in murdering others. So when I see these videos, man, of the of the cops, like there, there was a cop arresting, um, uh, what's Bevelyn? Was that her name? Yeah, Bevelyn Beatty. Bevelyn Beatty. Yeah. As she's yelling for funding the police, I'm like, yeah, you know what, man? There are a lot of really, really good cops in this country, especially the the local guys here that I, that I talk to. These guys are awesome. Yeah, they are. And there are a lot of cops that straight up said we will not enforce unconstitutional law. They, remember that one cop who who did that that viral video and he got fired for it. Really? He got fired for that? Uh, oh, it, out in Seattle or something, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? He was talking out about it, yeah. And he was like, right. I will not be enforcing unconstitutional laws and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And then they, they terminate him. Yep. These guys are heroes. I agree. But the people who are like, I don't care about you, I don't care about the Constitution, if Be- if Bill de Blasio wants to siphon public funds for his re-election campaign, I'll stand right next to him and protect him. Like, that, that to me is is someone pissing on the Constitution. Truth. 
I'm not happy about it, man. Or how about uh, what's the Mayor Garcetti? Is that his name in LA? Yep. With yep. draconian measures, like what is he it's doing? These, it's this. It's these cities, man. Yeah, exactly. They find people who are will who will willfully say, "I don't care about the Constitution." Yep. But you, it's it's amazing. You go to these suburbs and you go to smaller towns, and you start to find more cops that are like, "Nah, I don't play that game." The yep. Constitution is what we're here to defend. You know what I mean? Definitely, yeah. But we even have it out here in the Philly suburbs, the guys who arrested the business owners. And I'm, I'm, you know what, man? Maybe, maybe it's the, uh, it's, it's, it's so weird. When I hear the lefties call people bootlickers, it's, yeah. it's usually for the stupidest nonsensical reason. That's like just not true. But it reminds me of when the left actually, like when I was, the left left me is the easiest way to put it. Yeah. I remember when I was standing next to people who were like, war is bad. And I was like, yes, it is. Yep. And now Trump is like, war is bad. And I'm like, thank you, sir. And I look to my left and they're like, no, nah, no, nah, we're, we're, you know, he said it. So we're out. Yep. So you never really thought war was bad, did you? Well, it's interesting because the whole walk away movement, why we didn't really go anywhere. You're, right. You're saying the, the left walked away. They're the ones who kept veering further and further away. Now we can't even see them. They're over by my hand. You can't see that anymore. They're over. They're, they're so far left. They're off the cliff. They're falling to the ocean. I don't yeah. know what's going on. Yeah, I'm still I'm still in the middle. I'm still very much right in the center where I've always been. You know, so, look, look this, I see these articles, right? There was an article about Atlas Gym where the two gym owners were were they're, they're being basically harassed by cops and the government and the Democratic mayor. And they eventually got arrested, came back, kicked the door in. That was awesome. You but, saw that video? When they kicked it in, Boof. yeah, 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 yeah. and there's some great America. Oh yeah, but there there were people there saying, "Recognize the cops are just doing what they they're, they're being forced to do this and all this stuff." And I'm like, "No, they aren't." Could you imagine if everyone in this country who 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 you know stood up for themselves stood up at the same time, all of this would be over and we, we every, everything would be back to being great. Yeah. You know, back back to you know like the 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 the, the, the wonderful and glorious economy under Trump which was the best in generations, the, the best numbers of our lives, Jim Cramer says, record low unemployment, people's salaries were skyrocketing. That's where we want to go. Mm-hmm. To get there, we need everybody of good conscience to stand up and say, we've had enough of these, these you know, ridiculous people burning things down. We've had enough of these corrupt politicians stealing taxpayer funds. And, and, we, and we don't. We don't get it. Well, the problem is, is uh, it's ignorance. People are too busy being complacent in their lives that are, are rather comfortable compared to other places in the world compared to the past history of humanity like what we've got right now people people have a lot on their minds that isn't politics that isn't you know these things that if we all knew what was really going on it would be really easy for everyone to go you know what we're all sick of this right yeah all right let's get up and go go march organizing but no one no one's that like aware like you and i we're, we're in it we we see it we every day we're, we're witnessing and and analyzing everything breaking it down and not everyone has that time even to to even do a little bit of of this kind of stuff remember when the police union in new york came out and was just like tearing into this defund the police stuff yeah you know three he said something one of the, the one of the union pre, i think it was the union president said 375 million interactions with cops overwhelmingly positive yeah he's absolutely correct yeah my question then is why are they allowing bill de blasio to manipulate them this way for his political ambitions that it's like that's your so this is this is the big issue right i was talking to a friend of mine about all the black lives matter stuff Mm -hmm. and she said where are the uh conservative organizations going out protesting creating petitions petitioning their their local politicians and i was like that's a good question 
And where are the moderates too? You know, it's not, it's not just about conservatives, but I'll tell you this, the moderates, in my opinion, I have the most disdain for people like me who have similar opinions to mine because conservatives have been actively out fighting, creating media, posting messages, having church events, having Blue Lives Matter rallies, and the disaffected liberal types are few and far between and most won't say anything. And I'll tell you what, I've talked to a lot of them and they're, they're very scared. I think it's because they're still lefty, but they know they will be destroyed by the left. So right now, what do you get? You get a middle that should be the loudest, but won't say anything. And the conservatives are picking up the slack for the scared liberals who won't stand up to the far left. You see that letter from Harper's where all these liberals came out and they were like, cancel culture is bad. Yeah. And they got attacked. Mm -hmm. Where were you when every single conservative was coming out and saying censorship is bad, cancel culture is bad? They were saying, well, if I just keep my mouth shut, I'll be safe. And then it was too late. They expect everyone on the right to protect them for you know, protect their rights. Meanwhile, the far left is taking over more and more of the Democratic Party, gaining more ground and just tearing everything apart and attacking and canceling these people. Finally, we get like J.K. Rowling to stand up. Mm-hmm. These are the people who should have stood up a long time ago, but they've been bending the knee for so long. They've emboldened and empowered the far left. And that's something that Trump supporters say all the time, that the, the far left is only possible because liberals and, and empowered them and refused to stand up, stand up against them. Well, I'm I've considered one of those default liberals that uh, now has a platform to uh, hopefully inspire other liberals that are minded like me that can stand up and start speaking. That's exactly it. And you know what? A lot of people come to me and say, you know what? You inspire me to get up and start talking. And they're they're talking and they come to me again and they go, you know what? I'm shocked. I start having conversations with people and turns out they're Trump supporters. So we're we're starting to have this this confidence building like i feel it i feel it building because people are like hey you know what i'm a trump supporter i'm kind of sick of this and the, the other person that they're not sure where they're at you know I, i'm actually a trump support i i agree with you they are crazy like you said there's three groups right there's the far left that are crazy there's the democrats that are like not sure whether to like how to use the power of the craziness but really want the majority to love them and then the majority are just like y'all are crazy yeah <laughs> we just want to we want to we're not the racist ones you guys are racist why are you being so racist i'll tell you what man i'll tell you what needs to be said disaffected liberals moderates independents especially the ones the ones who know exactly what's going on cannot sit back and think Trump supporters will pick up the slack for them. Yeah. This and this, and, this, and what I mean by this is Trump's base is vocal to say the least. I mean, the memes of the guy with like the flags and the wind we, you've talked about before like and it's like a storm and he's like, "Yeah, America." Yeah, the guy Trump's, in Florida. Trump supporters, conservatives and and you know, Trump Republicans stand up on the hilltop and scream their support and 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 it's not so much about supporting Trump, it's denouncing the insanity of the far left. And then you have moderates, liberals, uh, and you know, independent type centrists sitting back saying, I hope that guy wins. It's like, nah, he wins when you form a front and, you, and, and the center holds, and then you can push out these crazies because it's, it's, it's what we're talking about, these groups. Mm-hmm. If, if, the, if, the, if the liberals who are upset by this, the, in, the centrists joined in and stood up and yelled alongside the conservatives and the Trump supporters who've been complaining about this stuff for a while, yeah. it'd be over. Well, and also, like, you look at who Trump is to, to most Americans. He's like he's like the champion that everyone's like, yes, we've got this guy standing up to the establishment. This is what we wanted. Like, he's, he's our champion. We need that across the board. 
We but, need we need everyone that they're like, wow, my state representative is a champion. Right. Our senator is a champion. They're fighting for us. So get out there and find out who your representatives are. And if you don't like who they are, become that representative. Boom. Mic drop. Yeah. There's a lot of people doing it. Um, I, I woke up this morning and I saw a post about Lindsey Graham and like Mitch McConnell, yeah. like in trouble. What, what, was it Mitch McConnell? Yeah, they're Mitch, both in trouble. Good. Mitch McConnell and Lindsey Graham were in trouble. Good. And I just couldn't have tweeted because they suck. Yeah, it's they like, do. What if, what, they had two years. All these incumbents suck. Well, so, so the Republicans had everything for two years. And what did they do? Jack. And from 2016 to 18, wow, they could have changed everything. I read a really interesting thread about it, though, because it was about how Trump was... They needed to go because they did suck. They do yeah. suck. So it's almost like they. The, it's better that they lost control for the crazy Democrats to take control and for everyone to see how crazy they are. And now getting some new. And now we got a red dude, wave coming, and well, you, you well, know it. On, you, you see it. I feel it. It's, it's a populist wave. Even better, isn't? You're right. Like, aren't a Americans, bunch of these? Aren't a bunch of these like incumbent establishment Republicans losing? Yeah, a lot of a, them have been. A, a bunch of them have been great. have been losing. And a bunch of them have been retiring. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, good. And I'll tell you what, man, I have a prediction. My prediction is that 10 years from now, the Republican Party will have been completely transformed into a, like this this tent we're talking about of disaffected liberals, centrists, mm-hmm. yeah. Trump supporters. And while we simultaneously rag on, you know, these awful Republicans, I think this will be the future of the Republican Party. Yeah, I see it. And the Democrats, I think, will become super far left. Yeah, and you know what? I'm also seeing a lot of, like non-politicians getting into politics you know moms that have been politically active you know going to city council meetings but they raised their their kids now they're like you know what i'm politically i I know what i'm doing i'm gonna run and they're winning and i'm like yeah you know and then we got we got veterans that are coming back after fighting and they're like you know what we should not be in wars anymore. And yeah. actually, you know what? I'm politically aware because all we've done is watch what's going on and we're sick of it. And they're well, getting politically involved. Yeah, sure. Not all, not all of them, but no, no. For, some, some Republicans are for the war. That's well, some, though. But f- oh, no, from I mean, what I'm seeing, though, these well, veterans, that that's not what they're where they're at. They're like, man, we do need to make America stronger. Well, so to clarify, you've got, I think, eight Republicans supported Trump. In his efforts to withdraw from the Middle East, eight and three Democrats. Oh my God. And I, you know, you know, you know. I thought to myself, I'm like, is is this where I am? Like, wow, I am the the vocal minority on this war stuff. Yeah, because all are we of at war, all of the. It, but is it, what I mean is like, don't most Americans think war is dumb? Like we, we. I thought so. Yeah, not anymore because Trump is opposed to it, so now they support it. No, I don't know. No, the majority I, of Americans don't want to be at I, war. Guaranteed. I, I know. I know. But I told you about my friend who was like. A liberal and I said how do you feel about withdrawing from from Afghanistan and they're like uh like I feel like this question is leading somewhere like yeah Trump Trump is trying to withdraw our troops yeah you know Trump said something they were like well I did read this article from this person it's like a neocon okay and I was like you're a liberal telling me that you read an article from a neocon and now you're like questioning whether or not you you really do support war that's insane that is amusing so you so Trump Trump said this he said there's this there's this rumor there's this stereotype that Americans are soft, that they're sheep, that they're pushovers, and that couldn't be 
further from the truth. We're strong. We love America. The the real Americans are out there. They're they're standing up. They they are law abiding citizens. They vote with their money. They vote in in when the voting time comes, and that's what's happening. They're watching all this. They're aware. They're waiting for their time to legally take over again, and that's what's happening. Props to all my Americans out there. So I guess we'll see how the, how this turns out in November, as mm-hmm. I usually say. Yeah. But I will add. The left is saying a lot of the same things we're saying about people waking up. The, these, these progressives are absolutely convinced that mo- the silent majority is ultra progressive. And they use, the, in my opinion, like I looked at the polls they use, whether like most Americans support the Green New Deal and universal health care. Mm-hmm. And the questions are always very misleading. I really, so that, that's why I just don't buy it. Yep. I think Americans, for the most part, would love the idea of a utopian, you know, wonder future, but don't think it's possible for good reason. Yeah. There was something I, w- I was read a while ago because I've been I was actually before they announced the actual details of the Green New Deal. I okay. was in favor of it. The idea being, you know, public investment into infrastructure and technology to help improve the energy. I'm yeah. like, oh, that sounds fantastic. Yeah, I can get behind that. Yeah. So we, we got crumbling infrastructure. We need better bridges. We can do solar stuff. We can do all these amazing things. Yeah. And then what they produced was this weird garbage about, you know, farting cows. And, you know, the whole thing was a mess. Yeah paying people unwilling to work and then saying, oops. And I was like, this is a disorganized nightmare that makes no sense. They were talking about racial equity payments from federal jobs. I was like, what, what is this? This is not. And then they admitted AOC's, you know, Saikat Chakrabarty said it was about transforming the economy. And I'm like, there it is. But I was reading one of these uh, polls that found, I think like 86% of Americans supported it. And the question was, would you support government investment into green technologies to help offset carbon emissions? Yes or no? Yeah. Sounds and, good. And so now you and now they put, yep, he supports the Green New Deal. Yeah. They changed the framing. Of course they do. And I'm like, listen, if you said, would you support public investment into green technologies, it could be $100,000. It could be, you know, a drop in the hat when it comes to, you know, what our actual budget is. Right. It could be a billion dollars. It could be a trillion dollars. Who knows? But simply asking that question does not get to the complexities of how much money, where, what industries, when. It's just a, a general idea. I think most people would say, sure, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Should the government, I think it was like, should the government be investing in green technologies to help offset carbon emissions? And most people are like, yeah, sure. Yeah, sounds good. Yeah, because if my local government said we're going to grant $10,000 to a kid who's got a little windmill science project, you know, <laughs> to help generate some energy for a greenhouse, right. it's like, that could be that too. Or it could be, what, what, how much does a Green New Deal cost? Like $30 trillion? Oh, unspeakable amounts. Yeah, trillions and trillions <laughs> of dollars. Yeah, man, so... Look, there's a lot of difficult questions to be asked, but the polls, the way they're framing, are trying to make both sides think they're winning. Now, when it comes to the mainstream media, I think they're out of their minds. Oh, they are. There was a meme I saw, and it was, uh, you know, Joe Biden versus Trump. And they're projecting 333 electoral votes for Biden. 333? Yes. And then it showed the 2016 version. Is that what you're talking about? And it was like the same thing for Hillary Clinton. And I'm like, oh, here we go. Same person. The race to 270 electoral votes. But did you see what Marco Rubio published? No. What He said there's not going to be an election night. No, there won't be. Americans should prepare for election night chaos. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Dude. What happens? You know? I have no idea. Will Trump supporters just decide if, you know, by December 14th, there's no vote. No one knows who won. There's missing votes all over the place. I'll tell you what. If we learned within a couple of weeks about Patterson, New Jersey's voter disqualifications, uh, 20%, if we learned about Brooklyn's 
within a couple of weeks, there's going to be mail-in voting across this country for Trump. They're going to tally the votes. And then we're going to start hearing, oh, did you hear about this county that disqualified a thousand Trump votes? Burned them all. Did you about this county that disqualified Biden votes? And no one's going to agree. No one's going to know. They're both going to complain saying, those are my votes. Those are my votes. Yep. If we have in Brooklyn, 84,000 disqualified votes, what do you think is going to happen nationwide? Well, I'll tell you this. We have proof that the Democrats tried a coup on a sitting president, the one sitting right now in the Oval Office. Well, maybe he's not sitting there right now, but the current president, we know they tried to disrupt his campaign. They spied on him. They tried to undermine him so he wouldn't win, so Hillary would win. We have the proof of that. Let's so why is, it, why is it a surprise that you know, everybody's out there thinking the same thing? They're going to try it this time? Of course they are. It's like, a, it's, it's like household talk. Everyone knows about it. They're like, we're not idiots anymore. Like We know. We know for a fact. I can't the, wait to see the Durham report. We know for a fact that a bunch of these high-ranking former Obama admin people were going on TV and lying about Trump colluding with Russia, mm-hmm. saying things like we've seen the evidence, it exists. And then in uh, under oath to Congress in secret meetings said, nope, I have no evidence. Yep. And then that, that, that got released earlier in the year. We learned they were lying the whole time. You look at the FBI evidence that's come out so far, and I would say it's, it's a fair assessment. The Obama administration was trying to sabotage the incoming administration. Yep. That's insane. It well, is. And then, and then what you got to realize is that the goal, the end goal was impeachment. And they tried and failed. That sounds like a coup. It absolutely is. It a sounds coup. like an attempted one. Yep. And they tried going through media manipulation and legal channels, lied about everything. And I'm telling you, man, the transcripts were made public. The, the, the notes where, you know, they talk about the, the um, or is it the, what, what's it? What's the, the Logan Act? Is that what it's called? Yeah. Logan Where they Act? unmask him? Which one? The Logan Act? I think yeah, the, yeah. the unmasking thing. Yeah, Yeah. so we, we can see in their notes, should we get him fired? What are we doing? We have an insurance policy, those text messages. Yep. Then, then that all, all this leads us to is the impeachment, yep. Ukraine gate, the whistleblower whose name we can't say because YouTube will immediately disable the live stream and delete the video. Yep. How insane is that? It's crazy. All based yep. on lies. Yep. yep. The Ukraine stuff was so absurd. So going in, yeah so going into this election now we we know like we know that they're trying to push for mail in voting because they're they can manipulate it because they can't have Trump win because they're going to go down well newsflash i don't think it even matters i think there's so many trump voters out there i think the majority of america is thinking trump is the answer trump is fighting the establishment and we need that we need him to finish what he started well, I'll tell you this, man. The progressives think the exact same thing about their side, that America supports them, that, that America really wanted Bernie. The establishment mm-hmm. is holding him back. And I, my, my response to them is, if that's true, then you want Trump to win. Because the only one stopping a Bernie Sanders landslide was Joe Biden and the Democratic establishment. That's a good point. Stop supporting them. You give Trump four more years, the world is not going to end, and then you'll get your progressive candidate, and it'll be populist versus populist, and the establishment will be gone. Yeah. Wouldn't that be happy for everybody? I don't. Sounds you know. awesome. Well, the far left populists have kooky ideas. I don't, you know. Well, and they don't think for the long term, though. That's another issue we don't yeah. think about. They're they're not looking for for down the road. They're thinking, I want my gratification now. I don't care. I just want to be vindicated now. I just want my my dopamine kink right now. I want to be proven right. It's like that's not how life works. Yep. They're little children. Adam, 
planning for the future is white supremacy. That's what they tell us. They do. That's <laughs> some racist racistness right there. These people are nuts, man. I know they are. So I'll tell you what. That's why I think the future is going to be people like us will be the Republicans. The Republicans will be rather moderate. Yeah. But a big tent. You'll have you'll have very conservative. You'll have conservative Republicans and liberal Republicans. People like Jeff Van Drew, for instance, uh, yeah, yeah. who switched. And then you're going to have socialists on the other side. Maybe there won't be a Democrats. Maybe it'll be the Democratic Socialists of America and Republican Party. Well, the Democrats, uh, they should be disbanded because they're... Because they're racist. They're racist. <laughs> That's right. Racist yeah. history. Let's jump over to the Super sure, Chats. Yes. Let's do it. And uh, for those that aren't familiar, it is Friday, which means at oh. 10, Adam's going to crack out the whiskey. We're going to hang out for a little bit. Play some tunes. Yes. Some original music. Oh, yeah. From both of us. I got a few requests. So right I, saw, I saw someone ask me for uh, She's Just. So I'll, All right. I'll start with that one. But, 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 uh, but before that, We've got Super Chats. And as you know, if we get 15,000 more likes, 40K, Adam will put on a MAGA beanie. That's true. It was 30K, but then someone called me out on Twitter and said, you know what? I want a challenge. I said, all right, 40K it is. Let's up it. Well, it's because we've been hitting 30 pretty easily a lot now. I know. It's true. So it's like, okay, maybe like, it's got to be something to, you know, to try for, right? <laughs> yeah. But let's, uh, let's read these Super Chats. Uh, Tassan says, Tim, Adam, and Lydia, love you guys. Keep it up. Never surrender. I suggest looking at uh, Crumb Ponder and Sanger in Texas. Great area, open, large, cheap land plots. I'm a combat wounded Marine vet, and I can vouch for the area. Come down, have a beer with me. I'll show you the area. Well, that means you must have a purple heart. And if you don't, then thanks for serving and be being wounded for us. Yeah, man. Word, man. Zip Tie says at least half of the country's sheriffs in Wisconsin have announced that they will not enforce the governor's, governor's mask edict. Yes. Spin the UFO. I nice. saw that. Now I'm listen. spinning it. I got no problem wearing a mask. I know a lot of people are like, I don't want to wear a mask. I got, I got a mask. I got no problem. Actually, someone made us masks. Yeah, somebody, really somebody cool. made us a mask, and this has got a little beanie Jean, on it. Here. <laughs> so I'm, 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 I'm yeah. kind of cool with you know. I'll be honest, Nico, you make creations. I'm yeah. a little upset. Mine didn't have a beanie on it because <laughs> I'm, I'm part of the beanie, the beanie crew. What did yeah. yours have on it? Nothing. Nothing. Yeah. Oh, but it, but it was dope. It was purple, and it has these cool little swiggly things on it. I don't know what they it's are. Awesome. But they're cool. So I'm, I. I got no problem wearing a mask. Yeah, but yeah. In, in reference to what the sheriffs are willing to enforce and not, if it's not a law and if it's, if, if they, if it's a violation of the Constitution, the police should not be telling you what you can or can't do. This is America, man. Yeah, yeah. We, we have to accept as a country that believes in freedom that we will have security problems. It's a fact. You have to balance these things and freedom is more important than security. But the bigger problem arises when we can't, we, you know, it, it is assumed we won't be responsible for ourselves. You know what I mean? Yeah. If you're going to go out all right. And you're concerned about getting sick. Maybe you shouldn't go out. Yeah. Maybe you should eat healthy. Don't tell what other people also, should do yeah. because don't you, you know, we're, 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 we've got too many uh, people in this country who are deferring to, I am worried, therefore you must. Whoa, 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 Tim. Being accountable for your actions is also oh, whiteness. Man. Yes, it is. They got us coming. So, I mean, yep. that's racist. There's no way out. This is uh, this was a funny one here from Burner Fire. Uh, 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 I don't know what A means, but is that a different? Uh... Anyway, he says, first, I think Adam and Tim are morons. Lydia, still in question. <laughs> but you are a laugh. So here's our our mutual transaction. <laughs> oh, now the meat of this. Adam must watch Undercover Brother 2. I think Lydia and Tim would both think it's a great movie, but Adam must watch <laughs> this movie or he ain't black. Ooh. $300. And then he swears. I'm gonna, I'm gonna show, I'm gonna Amazing. show. I gotta show this art from yeah, this George Alexopoulos. 
Alexopoulos. Here. Ready? Boop. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna let it simmer for a quick second for the people who are watching. And it's the great now, now I'm gonna explain what it's what it is. There are two men in black robes holding a black woman's arms as she sh- as she screams, I'll never vote for you. Then it's Joe Biden with his eyes are bl- his eyes are black and he's drooling yes. a little bit, raising his hand and he says, Then I'm afraid you ain't black. He grabs the, the black woman's face and starts sucking the melanin from her skin. And the last panel is her laying down and she's white now. This is amazing art. It's pretty. It's, 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 pretty it's, it's an amazing uh, uh, satirical or whatever mockery of Joe Biden and what he thinks. I got. I got to hand it to this artist, amazing. Uh, George Alexopoulos at G G Prime eighty five on Twitter. It's got like was it almost fifteen thousand six hundred retweets. It's amazing. Amazing, amazing comic. I love it. Joe Biden. What a nasty dude. All right, we got some more super chats. Akapot says, there have been several incidents where Chinese spyware malware was discovered in the firmware of Lenovo computers purchased by government and military. China, China has been doing it for years. Google it. They're in deep. They even have entire yep. buildings of hackers and trolls. Oh, dude, totally. Of course. Old Lion says, please comment on Judicial Watch lawsuit of, uh, versus Hillary. I'm not familiar, but uh, I, will, I will look into it. Yeah. Kret says, I'm from Poland. I know how fascism and communism making people insane. We learned it in school. USA and Western Europe didn't have that experience. Why they need to experience our Eastern Europe suffering on their skin themselves. So there's a, there's a, there's a bunch of photos of like in Poland. They have, uh, uh, they oppose fascism and communism both on their posters. Okay. Whereas in the US, you, you have people openly flying communist flags because, you know, people here didn't experience that. It's true. We were involved in a war to end. I mean, it's kind of crazy to me. We, we, the Cold War was like, devastating you know yeah yeah but it's funny these these people on the left think they're oppressed yeah they think they know what oppression is they're they're the most privileged people on the planet God, they have no idea i tweeted I, I i no idea i was reading something and it made me think and i decided to tweet and i knew the tweet would do well i tweeted communism is a mental illness <laughs> just the, the idea of communism and i and saw that i saw that they got a ton of retweets it's probably at like 17 or something thousand but um what i mean to say by this is the idea is fractured and makes no sense. Yeah. There's no basis in reality to what this is. And the idea in and of itself, they're like, like literally, it's, it would be like if someone came to you and told you they wanted to build a gigantic mirror ring around the moon to reflect, you know, moon, moon energy to the earth. You'd be like, that, you, that doesn't, that, that's not English. What is moon energy? I, what are you talking about? <laughs> it's that's sun. what communism is. It's sun energy. They're like, nothing is scarce. Everybody can have everything. You know, it's like uh, more money. Okay, yeah, and no one has to do anything to have this. Wait, wait, what? Mm -hmm. So you, you really, you know, I mean, obviously, I'm being a bit uh, antagonistic in saying it, but the idea I had is that the people who believe in this idea, it would be like someone walking around screeching about how the moon elves were coming to take over New York City. Yeah, I'm like, that's just it's nonsense. Right. It's literally, and 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 you look at every childish nonsense. It's it's. If somebody was told, if I went to you and said, Adam, I'm going to give you this book by a bearded old man from, you know, a century ago. Go who's on. Complaining, who's, t- who's saying we must, we must empower the moon elves hmm. to, to, you know, come to Earth and, sh- and shower us with their technology. And you started going around preaching that and smashing windows because of it. People would call you unwell. Okay. I can see that. Yep. Yeah. Sure. And so that's essentially what communism is. The issue yeah, is basically. that. Whoa, whoa, whoa. But true communism has never actually been achieved, though, Tim. 
Well, I would say I would say yes. It's never been achieved. That's correct. Yeah. Now, every time it's been tried, they realize millions of people have died. Well, it's because there's too many different people and too many different ideas. Yep. Why won't people just do as they're told and be slaves to the communist state? Guess you got to kill those who oppose you. We're and that's what they've human. done every single time. Why can't everyone else just be slaves so we can just live yeah. peacefully? Come on, people. Now be, being in control of everyone. That's what they want. Techno communism is possible. What is that like? Where they play EDM the music? Yes. <laughs> no, no, the Borg. When they when they implant the neural link chips in your brain and then sync you to the to the the communist mother computer <laughs> mothership. Yeah. And now you have no free thought and you're just a robot. Yeah. If we were all mindless drones, your weird utopian idea might work. But we are not. We're individuals who have ideas, who have dreams and passions. Yep. And there's some things we're willing to do, and some things we aren't. And you have no right to tell people what they can or can't do. So their dream is just nonsensical. Bam. There will mm-hmm. never be an instance, as of today, without some massive technological overhaul that mind controls people, there will never be communism. Never. It just won't be. Never. There are communes, and they kick people out. Yeah, if you want to be in a commune, you can go into a commune. Didn't, they exist. Didn't Bernie out, like Bernie out Didn't Bernie? Even Bernie Sanders got kicked out of a yeah. commune yeah. because he story. just was trying to get them to all to talk about socialism. Oh. The main issue is that small communes. Okay, fine. I'll concede. That makes sense. Yeah. You get a couple of hippies on a farm sharing their watermelons. You're fine. <laughs> you scale it up to mass production, and it makes literally no sense. No, nope, not at all. And that's, that's why, all, that's why the, these countries all just collapse yeah they, we they we have this incredible society right now because of capitalism that's all this stuff all this technology was because people were trying to one-up each other and that's in the capitalist system that's that we live in like to do humans love I to one-up each other i want to beat right. you i want to be better than you i want to create the better computer i want to i want to go to fa- space before you do i want to get over to mars before anyone else does so i can stake my flag and be like i did this first and communism essentially eschews Competition. Yeah. It's, a, it's considered a cooperative market system. Yeah. You look at um, Guinness World Records, right? It used to be awesome. It used to be like really legitimate things. <laughs> now it's like most pennies shoved up my butt. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, <it> what? <laughs> like, yep. Stuff that no one cares no, no, about. But th- this is a good thing. It shows <laughs> oh, that people are, are so desperate to be good at something. That's true. Yeah, yeah exactly. M- most nickels. Uh, was, on fa- family Guy, Peter ate the most nickels <laughs> yeah. and he went blind. Most copper poison from. Oh, you know, my gosh. From, in Let's, a certain cavity. <laughs> Let's read some more of these here. Franklin Toll says, we hold these truths to be self-evident that all men and women should, I'm not reading that. Listen here, fat. Will, will uh. one of you play words in a book tonight? Oh, yeah. If you had other plans, I understand. I can oh, ask though. Spin it. So wait. Maybe. Someone yesterday actually requested Will of the People. So that's words in the book also. I'll play words in the book. I love that song. I'll play them both. Uh, you can play them both. Yeah. <laughs> or, or you can play them both. That's true. Man, I got to get to writing new music. Just, yeah. you know, I my I'm not a professional musician, so yeah. yeah. Let's see. Z-Man says, "Buy some tacos, guys. Thanks for all the hard work." You know, I'm I'm going to you know what we did? We got special order Portillo's hot dogs. Oh, here. yeah. You know why? Cuz they're delicious. Well, it is, but I was talking to somebody about the Obama email about <laughs> yeah, the hot dogs. The Obama thing. And I was like, "Dude, listen. They're like, was it true? Was it true? What, it w- what's going on?" It was an email from a third party talking about a party Obama had where he overnighted hot dogs and pizza, and somehow that became a conspiracy theory, when the actual story apparently was that Obama had a Super Bowl party and spent something like $65,000 on the whole party, which included Chicago's style hot dogs and pizzas. Something like that. Maybe it's not true. Sure, maybe Obama's this weird lizard person. I don't know. Whatever. (laughs) 
I'm, that I'm, feeds off of Chicago hot dogs. Yeah, I'm, I'm absolutely over the <laughs> yeah. top. Good I will choice. absolutely, absolutely state a former U.S. president, Bill Clinton, was in the flight logs for a known trafficker and was ID'd by a victim as being on the trafficker's island with two young women. Yep. And the news didn't cover it. Mm hmm. Anyway, Still, now, that, now that that's being said, but there's fires everywhere. Oh my gosh, explosions. fires, explosions! Everybody, now, look, listen. look at the explosions! Look, look, look! Yeah, but Bill Clinton was a pedo. <laughs> oh my gosh! Well, allegedly. <laughs> oh, excuse me. Allegedly. Well, he's uh, been ID'd, so I yeah. think, in your opinion, if you think that qualifies, then you know that's your opinion. That's true. That's um, my opinion. But I'll just you know I point out the fact because I'm going to say. I was arguing with somebody about this, how they were adamant that Obama was in on this grand conspiracy. I'm like, fine, 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 maybe. Believe what you want. But I'm telling you, man, if you've never had a Chicago-style hot dog, you don't understand. Where I lived on Chicago, there were five hot dog uh, shops oh, yeah. within a couple square miles. And so I started talking to my friend about this, and I'm thinking to myself, dude, I haven't had a Chicago hot dog in like a decade. It's been a long time no for joke. me. So uh, you can order from a famous Chicago uh, fast food hot dog and ribs place called Portillo's. And so I got some overnighted, man. And it's this big party pack of hot dogs. It's so insane. But they're amazing. You got, man, you got to do it right. You, gotta, you, you put a pickle, you get relish, you get tomatoes, you get sport peppers, a little celery, salt, mustard, bam, Chicago style on a poppy seed bun. It's a production. It's so good. Yeah. Love I it. went out and got some Beyond Sausages. And they were, I, I cooked those, fried those up. So good. Oh, man, they're so good. Yeah, I bring it up only because someone said to go buy tacos, and I was like, wait, wait, wait. You got to understand, man. We also got it's something called the famous Maxwell Street style, which is grilled onions and mustard. Man, you you, you got to understand Chicago. You know what I'm saying? Wrigleyville Dogs. That's yeah. that's the name of the place across the street from the Metro. Yes, I just looked it up. People and I was listen, like, oh, I, I went and saw uh, this uh, Sage Francis atmosphere, awesome hip hop night at the Metro across the street. Uh, Wrigley, Wrigley'sville dogs. Mm. I never, I never realized this about Chicago, about the uniqueness of a lot of the food choices. But hot dog stands, yeah, are everywhere hot in dog Chicago. Stands, man, hot and dogs. it's the famous Vienna beef, unique Chicago style. Yeah, it's true. And I never thought about it, but I used to eat that stuff all the time. And then once I left Chicago, I just never saw it again. Hmm. That's true. You know? Yeah, everyone talks about deep dish. Nobody in Chicago eats deep dish pizza. Yeah, no, nothing. Does. That's not. That's not no. a thing. We're from Chicago. We we can tell you, deep <laughs> dishes for deep dishes for you, the tourists. Yeah. yeah, yeah, go eat the deep dish, so we don't have to wait longer in our lines for the hot dogs. Oh, <laughs> right. Yeah, this no, no, but the Chicago style pizza is a moderately thick crust with a thick layer of cheese, and it's cut in squares. Hmm. I I don't agree. I don't agree. the The square thing, the square cut, is absolutely it. Yeah, yeah. But I I like the thin crust. I, I a lot of my Chicago fans, friends, all, I say all moderately my thick. No, because no, no. I'm talking straight thin crust, baby. The super mm -hmm. tiny thin crisp. Mm, man, really? So good. Yeah. A lot it of depends on where you went for the I mean, some of the best pizza places though, there's they're one offs, you know? It's crazy. I'll tell you what. You go to New York when you get a pizza. Yes. And you know how it's like flat and at the end you have that round crust? Yeah, yeah. Chicago pizza doesn't do that. There's no crust. There's no crust. It goes straight to the end. Yep. Well, it's a little crispy though. It's a, it's a, a little, little bit. a little dry, but it goes straight down. Oh man, pizza. there's pizza is so good. I tried explaining this to people. I'm like, dude, mm. Chicago pizza is not deep dish. It's just, it's totally different. Yep. You, the food in Chicago is a different universe, man. <laughs> when Tim and I first lived together in Miami, is when we first when we we, we were friends for a long time. You lived near me, but then I moved down because we were going to do this show years yeah. years ago. Yep. I made a new type of pizza every day. I think for like six months. Yep. I'm I'm serious. That's impressive. I tried. 
very hard to switch the the toppings, the the type of cheese <laughs> I use, the you know barbecue sauce, marinara fruit pizza sauce with jelly. I tried everything. Oh, it was yeah. crazy. It was it a pizza was, crust it was, with those jelly good and times. fruits on it. You know, we should have documented them. Man. Well, that's the plan for good the new times. the new expansion we're going to be oh, doing. Yes. Let's, 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 we got we got, Sorry, we got yeah, a bunch yeah. more. We should, we should definitely yeah. read pizza. You know, come on. Have Tome says alert PDX residents in the Laurelhurst Park area. They will be starting at 8 p.m. and moving at 9 p.m. tonight. This is a heavy residential neighborhood. That's right. Antifa announced they're going to be organizing in another residential neighborhood. So they're the, doing the it gang, on purpose. Antifa gangs. Yes. So they're gangs. So they should be treated as such. I, I truly believe that. It's getting crazy, man. Yeah, it is. Edud says, I have been working on sharing info and converting coworkers away from the far left and CNN's lies by using your content from Timcast IRL, Timcast, along with Larry Alder and Candace Owens. Very cool. Uh, eight red-pilled and more to come. Whoa. Yes. You know, I'm impressive. spinning the UFO for you. Yeah, man. You deserve this right now. My, my thing is kind of just, you know, I guess you call it red-pill, you call it whatever you want. Get them away from the far left, white supremacy, weird intersectional stuff. Yeah. Because you can believe. Yeah, just be like, normal. But Jeez. I mean, even if you believe in universal health care, even if you believe in the Green New Deal and stuff, you don't got to be this weird racist. Yeah. These and are, and even know? like trans rights and gay rights and like wanting green get him, energy. Get them away from authoritarianism. Yes, That's what exactly. Exactly. Give them, give them Gadsden flag stickers. That's right. Someone actually sent us these. They're so cool. These are dope. If you can uh, let me see. There we go. Check that out. Don't tread on me stickers. Yes. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah, I flag. love them. Uh, They're awesome. So thanks for Edward that. McDermott says, The soldier above all others opposes war, for it is he who bears its scars, both physical and mental. General Patton was a mural on the wall of our bay in basic. Never forgot it. Never will. And experience the truth of it. You're wow. here. Jamie J says, Two campaign promises that would increase Trump's vote by 10 to 20%. You can't get fired for things you say in your private life. Make student loans subject to bankruptcy and defund all courses with high bankruptcy rate. Wow. Yeah, that's that's an interesting idea. Yeah. yeah, I think I think for me, the thing uh, when it comes to student loan forgiveness and stuff is that we just tell people interest rates will be gone. Yeah. And we got to end the predatory lending. Definitely. They're creating like seriously, the the, the student loan system pre- sets you up for indentured servitude. Basically. Then you go into a school where they preach all this communism to you, you get out and you're like, makes sense to me. Yeah. The only way out. No, no, no. We don't we don't want that. We got to end the, the, the college problem. It's he's, on, a, he's on to something. I mean, I'm not going to pretend. Honestly, uh, we should do a full subject breakdown of that, man. Of college being trash. Yeah. yeah. Well, and, and the predatory lending that, that they get trapped in. You know, it's a two, two-fold system. It's messed yeah. up. Interesting. I think uh, somebody, somebody super chatted, uh, Alberta Freethinker, the Donald.win was down and is now back up. But that's normal. For those who are not familiar, it's the, you know, when Reddit was trying to sh- shut down the Donald, they created their own space. They get DDoS attacked all of the time. Hayden Hudson says Trump just announced 20 minutes ago that not only is he lowering cost of drugs, but he's also signing executive order to make insurance companies accept pre-existing conditions. Whoa. Whoa. Is that Whoa. real? Is that? Yeah. Can you, you want to pull I'm that up? I'm going to look it up. <laughs> wow. Yo, he is, he is insuring his landslide victory. The big pharma he's, he's, FU. He's going. Go, he waited. He, wow. Listen, listen. That is huge. I think there's a reason he waited till the 11th hour. Yeah. And then went to his private resort. Yep. And mm-hmm. then said, oh, and by the way. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. So. Oh, so by the way. So wow. it says Trump is teasing an order. Uh, okay. Requiring insurers to cover pre-existing conditions, which is great. That's a great start. I hope he does it. He's mm-hmm. saying he's going to sign it. He's going to do it. Yeah. He knows. People love that. 
they cheap medicine legitimate yeah i'm totally you, for you it, can't man. you can't you can't you know discriminate against me because of something that i i have already you know what's, you know what's interesting about trump it's amazing is that i think the core issues that many of his supporters are interested in are not necessarily about universal health care or anything it's about will you be for america or oh we popped the whiskey Listen, it's 10 o'clock. Donald Trump could probably say a bunch of populist things that are even left economic and yeah. still have massive support from the Trump base. Yeah. yeah because the bigger it. question is, are you selling us out to Chinese interests? Yep. Are you are you securing jobs for the American workers? If Trump came out and said, I want to do a bunch of these things like pre-existing conditions. That's part mandate, of the Affordable Care Act. Amazing. Then you're not I don't, I don't think Trump supporters would, would abandon him. I think they're going to be like, whatever, as long as you're maintaining jobs, the economy, helping the American worker. Yeah. And then the left is going to be put in an interesting position. Orange man bad. So how? Oh, wait. Are you now? Are, are you going to oppose it? Is I someone going to sue him to shut him down? No, they just don't talk about these things. Right. They, they don't. They, right. they don't want anyone to know that he's doing these good things. Yeah. Which he's done consistently through his whole presidency. That's what I'm surprised. And that's why I like him so much, because I went back. They I looked at all the things that he's done that are good that I never heard about because they just never talked about it. And and these other activists don't want to admit it. It's crazy. There was a point where, you know, Trump was compromising on gun risk, gun, gun control stuff. And the, there were conservatives that were really angry about it. Okay. But a lot of Trump supporters brought up like, listen, Trump is is tr is trying to be loved by as many people as possible. It's true. And if the left just recognized that they could have gained a bunch of ground yep. and had, you know, an advocate for many of their causes, many of their issues, not all of them. But they would have made serious wins. The problem is the Democrats want power. Yep. So they lead the progressive left down this you know path where it's hate Trump no matter what, no matter what he does, even if he might give you some things you want. Yeah. It's well, crazy. if he signs ex this executive order, I'm going to be super. I'm, I'm stoked about that. I'm stoked, man. Yeah. He's, he's making moves. I, I think you. It's awesome. I, I see a ton of Trump supporters talking about. We need some kind of, you know, basic universal coverage. I, I you know, I'm not, I don't think most of them agree with it. But I've seen some because it's a populist position and you have a choice between the establishment crony of Biden or the populist in Trump. Yeah. And so there were a decent amount of Bernie Sanders supporters who switched for Trump. I mean, even just his executive order making medicine cheaper, that's going to make almost I mean, every single American, no matter where you are on the scale of class, rich, poor, it doesn't matter. That's helping all Americans, period. Yeah. A even, good economy, man. I mean, even this pre-existing condition thing, like every single American that it's not hurting anyone. It's literally helping everybody. Well, it's going to hurt the pharmaceutical companies. Yeah. Who cares about that? <laughs> They've well, got no, enough on, money. The American public Listen, is like we've been, I, I don't know, for on. lack of, of better there, words. There, there are issues here because it's screwed by them. There, there are people who have jobs at pharmaceutical companies that are not bigwigs. Yeah. They're administrators, they're managers. Sure. And when profits, you know, you know, curtail when revenues go down, there's going to people, people are going to start losing their jobs. So I think we definitely have problems that need to be solved. I don't like the, this idea of abolishing private health care. That's insane. Why, why go so extreme with it? You know what I mean? Ask the Abolish people. the police. It's the same thing. I know. They're nuts. They're going to the full yep. extreme. What's the craziest thing we can do? And let's go do it. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Well, guys, if you get 9,500 more likes, and we'll put on that Oh, beanie. I see. I see the no beanie, no peace. So listen, if you haven't heard, it's 40,000 likes now for the Magabini. 30,000 is too easy. Look, we got 30,000. We I need 40,000, y'all. That's what we need. Someone actually challenged me on Twitter, so you can blame them. If you're on Twitter, you can go to my page. I posted it last night sometime because they were like, you know what? 
listen, Adam, 30,000 is too easy. I want a challenge. I'm like, all right, everyone blame this guy. 40,000 likes, and the Magabini goes on. Oh, they got this easy. That's, that's the new the new jam. All right, let's see what we got. I think we I think we read a lot of these. Yeah, we def- we definitely did. There's the one calling us morons. I like that. <laughs> that <was great. laughs> the best. That is pretty good. Yeah. But I appreciate the 300 bucks, though. <laughs> Call me a moron oh. for 300 bucks any day. Call me any pretty much day. any day. Daryl Smith gives a good super chat. Appreciate it. Thank you, man. Oh, thanks. Yeah, I did read a, little, a bunch of these. Definitely did it. Let's see. Matt Volker says, communism treats everyone as a cog in a machine, but no machine is made completely of cogs. It's a really good point, actually. And that's one of the problems, thinking everyone's going to be identical and yep. then getting mad when they're not. There, There's no diversity in that group of people. Who am I? Oh, good. Joe Biden. Yep. Yeah. He, what a moron. What a moron. Ah, dude. Yeah, no, and he also, no reason. He also said that people can't tell the difference between Asian people. Uh, and then did you see the Washington Post guy trying to be like, Biden never said that. You <laughs> yeah. could go go watch it. He never said it. And then the next day, Biden's like, look, I'm sorry I said that. He's yep. a fact checker. <laughs> it's like, what? That guy was a fact checker. Yeah, I know. The fa- fa- oh, fact checker gosh. for the Washington Post. It's because they're in a bubble where they only talk to each other. Yep. Yeah. Well, ladies and gentlemen. Well, he didn't even talk to any. He listened to Biden <laughs> speak and said, nope, he didn't say that. They wa- the party wanted you to, de- to deny what you were seeing with your uh, eyes and hearing with I your know, ears. I know. It's crazy. Ladies and gentlemen, it's 10. We're going to jam. Oh, all right. Make sure, however, smash that like button because we are just about 7,000 likes away from Adam jamming with a MAGA beanie on. Ooh. You let me know. I'll, if we I'll can, if we can make it, I mean, maybe not. Uh, also, make sure to follow me on Twitter and Instagram at TimCast. Uh, and Parlor, and you can follow at Adam Krigler, Instagram, Twitter, and Parlor as well, and of course at Sour Patch Lids, L Y D S. But also, make sure you check out TimCast.net. For, uh, I'm sure most of you are familiar. It's my main channel. I am very, very close to one million subscribers, yes. so I'm just actively promoting it. Like, let's break that. I would really love to break a million subscribers before they ban me. So I can at least get the gold medal and say, I remember the good old days before I got banned. <laughs> so uh, TimCast.net if you want to, if you want to uh, subscribe to my main channel. Those videos are not too dissimilar from this, but it's just me talking at you for 20 minutes. Whereas this is, you know, we have a conversation. But it is Friday night. And for those that aren't familiar, Friday night around 10, the political talk slows down and we become, and we just hang out and chill. It's Friday night. We're going to jam. We're in the stupid pandemic lockdown for the most part, and Adam's going to play some music. I will also play some songs for you. So that's what we're getting ready for right now, and I believe we have the uh, jam cam ready to go. Yes. Adam's going to play a song, then I'll play a song, then uh, we'll, we'll, we'll chill. So I'm gonna. Someone actually requested this earlier with a super chat, and I'm gonna play it. It's uh, this is called "She's Just." It's just gone too far, she said, as she took another drink at the bar. Tell you what the truth is, I just 
never knew when to stop. I never knew when to stop. She was sitting in the corner. Trying to pick up her pride, they didn't disown her. Oh, but she wished that they had tried. Been gone three summers, made all the difference in the world. At least ten years older in her mind, but that's alright. Moved to California, out to live that Western dream, but her Eastern persona wouldn't ever, ever let her be. She always ended up missing home. She always ended up missing home. Missing home. So many before her, she's just. Just another face in the crowd. It's becoming clearer to her, but she's not ready right now. Well, she's not ready to go. Intentions grew bolder. Impatience picked up steam. Too many people told her you have to stay and take what's in your reach. I won't just stand here watching all my plans fall through. 'Cause I've discovered it's all about the time I use. Moved to California, out to live that Western dream, but her Eastern persona wouldn't ever, ever let her be. She always ended up missing home. She always ended up missing home. Missing home. It's just gone too far, she said. She took another drink at the bar. To tell you what the truth is, I just never knew when to stop. Thank you. You can play one. Oh man, here we go. How's it going there, internet friends? Hopefully, this sounds good. What should I play? Well, someone requested "Will of the People" and I should play songs. Is it tuned? A little bit. Play some tunes. Adam came in right, strummed out this tune, yeah, and I said, <laughs> "That's a number one record." Yeah, it's a little, little, little tight.
I'll try to play music. Play it. I'll try to play music. Now you'll see it begin 
and the blood pooling If you think it ends here, think again Sweet. Yeah, you rock that. All right, well, I'll play one more in a second after this guy. Oh, okay. You're going to play another one? Yeah, yeah. Bitsy! Oh. Man, that was good, man. Well, hey, it's got recorded, huh? This microphone is just, it's so good. What up, everybody? Thanks for hanging out on this lovely Friday night. For those wondering, I'm drinking some Ardbeg 10-year. Uh, I think it's the ultimate. I, I, there's multiple Ardbegs, but... I'm a big fan of the the peaty scotch. And also, if you didn't know, I'm drinking out of a 120-year-old shot glass from my own family line, Krigler and Krigler Whiskey, back in uh, 1900, like 1890 to 1905. We were the number one whiskey company in America. Some Krigler history for you. Well, I mean, that was a rocking song over there, my goodness. Um... I don't know what I'm gonna play. I'm gonna do. Uh, oh, play you know, classic. Someone requested what song was it? Uh, a, a love stories remain, and I'm gonna I'm gonna play that. I don't know who who. Someone asked for it, and I said I would play it. I haven't played it in a while, so this is for whoever asked for it. I don't remember your name, but here you go. This is a love story. A love stories remains. Well, hello, miss, I'd love to kiss your lovely name The things I do to get you dancing in the rain I want a piece, so say you want the same A love story remains I know we'll go through some hard times The time will help us to find ourselves but there's a chance we're not like mine So this love story may end I'm just being honest I'm just being honest with myself I'm gonna miss the way you kiss under the rain all the times you saved me, but that love don't feel the same I wanted peace, so you wanted me to change Only connected when you're calling out my name I know we've been through some hard times That time has helped us to find ourselves Honesty is my policy yeah, we might be better with someone else I'm just being honest I'm just being honest with myself We'll come and sit, let's take a trip down memory lane If I had to choose, baby, I wouldn't change a thing I found peace, so look, you found the same In the rubble of the remains A love story's remains I found a peace of mind 
Something you helped me find I wouldn't change it for anything But just be honest Just be honest with yourself Thank you, thank you so much I'm basically being requested to play my two hit singles He's gonna play some tunes I really want to finish the uh, Green Eyes one, man. I love that one. Yeah, we should, we should. Dude, that's great, because then I can actually back you up. Or are you going to play it? It's not done. Just rock it out. Yeah. Now? Okay, okay. Got a new song I'm excited about. Yeah. Got a couple of new songs. I'm can I even play this one? Fight for peace. The heroes were only on TV screens. Two, three, four. The market's made up of broken hopes and dreams to put me back into mediocrity.
sake in spite of this Focus on the ways I really hope you change someday It's hard to believe but I'm moving on with my dreams Cause you are never Starts to burn. You. I was totally singing along there. One more tune. One more tunes, yeah. One more tune. I do love that song. That was one of my words in the book. Yeah, that was one of the first songs Tim played where I was like, whoa, dude. Those those two songs are some, like You got some tunes. Some of the favorites people usually request. There's a bunch of other ones I think are great too though. This is called When Will She Learn? Oh yeah. Yeah. What does the moon mean to you? Some questions aren't meant for you. What do you see when you dream? Are you stuck dreaming of him? Which door would you open if you were allowed to? Will he ever be satisfied without you? Well, she's lost, she's lost before Now she'll never let her heart break anymore Well, shields up defensive positions mm, Call her what you will, I'ma call her a mission Break down her walls Cause I know she would rather die Than have her heart broken once and for all Well she won't budge Oh why she's got a grudge Cause she has played all the games And now she walks away She walks away Is this too soon for you? Maybe he feels the same way as you Oh, but what if the connection is mutual? <laughs> well, that's hard to believe Cause it's so unusual Yeah, well, you gave in to him Even though your friends told you not to And the game begins again And now he's got you Yeah 
lost the war She'll never let her heart break anymore Well, maybe this time she has learned her lesson <laughs> Maybe this time she's actually learned her lesson Out of Tim. Right. Well, I'm done. I'm done. I'm good. Unless, are you gonna play Green Eyes? Or you just no. want to wait till it's done? What's up? All right. I'd love to. We could finish that one really easily. We should. That song's great. Thank you. What? I was talking about Green Eyes. I was talking oh. about my song. Well, I thought you were I was complimenting myself. Excuse me, jeez. <laughs> Don't let me get in the way. <laughs> I'm teasing the song, but we're not ready yet. Dark in the corner, I see the line before me coming clear. There's anger in their eyes, and there is fear. The line begins to break, the rush in the middle, and now we see the lies in their disappear. I don't know, I, that's it. it was oh, right. but you could have gone to the chorus. Green eyes, green eyes. Green eyes, green eyes. Well, I'm never coming back. I'm never coming back. And I'm never coming home. Never coming home. And I like the way it feels from strike to shattered bones. I love that, dude. 65% of that song. That goes. was a big tease for everyone some we're working on. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and now I'm going to play something substantially less aggressive. <laughs> Good call. Did I play that last week? Uh, yes, I think you did. Now I'll play the other one. <clears throat>
everyone was like whoa they're singing together it's like <laughs> yes yes let's, uh, let's do that uh, thanks for hanging out everybody this is this is fun i love friday nights although I, I did empty my my shot glass i should probably do something about that what happened to this i'm not getting the you know what while you're doing oh, that wow. how's it going i'm back i'm not playing music anymore <laughs> what are you doing you gonna jam you playing uh, uh, whoa i don't know should i play one more i don't know what were you doing <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I was just <laughs> just grabbing my whiskey, but I could play another one. I mean, why not, huh? Should I play another one? Play what? play a classic. Play um uh, play uh like either Melancholy Hound Hellhound or Walking with You. All right. Which one? Well, I I know someone asked for Melancholy. So I guess I'll, I guess I'll play that. Do it. <laughs> Well, I don't want your money I just want some wine Yeah, give me some of your honey I promise I'll take my time Oh, welcome to the heartache It always feels the same Yeah, well, I find myself growing senseless mm, to the pain. 
Yeah, you can scratch and crawl to figure it out But in the end, there's just me Oh, I don't want your pity And I don't want no lies Yeah, life gets shitty Oh, and then you die Welcome to the hearty Try not to lose your way Like trudging through the muddy waters oh, without faith. Yeah, you can scratch and crawl or figure it out, but in the end, there's just me. Oh, I still get that feeling, yeah, of just mental eyes. worth my time Yeah, cause I welcome all the heartache It brings tears to my eyes Yeah, those tears remind me Remind me I'm alive Alive Well, I scratch and crawl and figure it out I just came over for my whiskey. <laughs> we got an extra one out of you. Tricked me. All right. Well, it's getting late. I got to be up early in the morning because I have another job where I, you know, read the news and talk about, you know, news and stuff like that. So that's what I'll be doing first thing in the morning. That song is, uh, yeah, Green Eyes is something that I've had like partially written for quite some time. And it's uh, basically about LARPing. It's about, it's like, uh, uh, you know, these far lefties who are LARPing. Is that what it's about? Yeah, kind of. I don't even know. I just, it's I not, just sing what you're singing over it's not, you and then just It's not literally about them. It's about a group of people who are engaging in LARP combat fighting in the street. But it's, it's, it, it's not specifically about Antifa. It's just that the idea is a group of people who don't realize they're not playing a game. Ah, you know? okay. Mm. I see. Yeah, and so they're just angry people who think it's fun. Mm. It's, it's kind of like, Fitting. you know, inspired by Antifa and the far left's antics, basically. Cheers everyone who's out there having a drink right now with me. But I actually wrote this a while ago about other similar issues where people didn't realize the gravity of what they were doing. So right on. that's like where it. it's going. It's mostly written, and surprisingly, it's just two chords. It's, uh, you know, what is it, E and, and F? That's it. Easy. Easy song. Yep, easy peasy. But we're going we're gonna to work on it. We're going to get it done. And we are, man, we are desperately trying to expand this operation here because I'm, you know, really excited about hiring fact checkers for this new thing. I tweeted about it like a year ago. Yeah. And I remember somebody tweeted, Tim will never do this. And I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> but these things take <laughs> you time. You just inspired me. That's what Michael Jordan would need. Anytime I, anyone tr- talk trash to him, he's like, I'm going to destroy you now. But for me, it's like, I said I'm doing it. I have a great idea. I'm going to do it. Mm -hmm. The idea is basically to score other news agencies based on a sampling of their 100 most recent articles and then check for ethics violations with fact checkers. Then you could have like a score of like, that that, that Daily Beast article we went through earlier. Yeah, embarrassing. Yeah, like totally misframed, biased. It would have, that would get like a zero. Like Mm -hmm. just oof. 
you know, the Daily Beast would probably be really bad in terms of credibility. Yeah, the New York yeah. Times would surprisingly do well. Still, I'd imagine like they're a, hit or miss now. I, I think the New York Times would be like you know sixty out of a hundred yeah. articles that were, would be like okay. Okay, that's that's not bad. Anything under ninety is bad. It's not. Though, it's I, not even. I think it's not even really about political bias for the most part. It's about like, dude, if you write an article saying she got arrested for red for buying paint. Yeah. That's not true. That's not true at all. Yeah, she's clearly That's arrested. That's not why she was arrested. But you can be biased and write an article where it's like, this goes over the line, gang enforcement is too much, and right. that's fine, as long as you label it op-ed, I suppose. Yeah, exactly, but they don't. Yeah, well... It's, it's actual journalism, no. I don't know, man. I think 40K likes is tough. Yeah, it is. It yeah, is. I guess it's the prize, though, you know? You gotta reach that number. It's a prize. They gotta earn and it. People gotta share the, 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 you know? No beanie, no peace, but, I mean, if it's too easy, it's too easy. 40K, yeah, it's man. true. I got it right here. I was I was ready for it. It was it was ready for you guys. Oh man, we you actually got to get forty k likes, and we've actually gotten forty before. So last when, night there was like forty when, some. I mean, well, I mean, even a long time crazy. ago when you said thirty, mm-hmm. we like we were really close to it, and you were like, yeah. "Hey, just get us to thirty. I'll put it on." And then it became a thing. But it was actually like we we get thirty thousand. You know, yeah, that's we got, I mean, we, they're close. Thirty seven. We got oh, rad oh, viewers. Oh wow, we're running. Way over, though. Oh, oh we're way right. over. It's yeah. about time to wrap things up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you haven't already, you guys know where to follow us. You guys, the diehard fans who stay and hang out to Smash listen to us jam like and play button. music. Subscribe if you haven't. You can follow me on Twitter, Instagram, Parlor at TimCast, at Adam Krigler in the same places. And, of course, on Twitter and Parlor, you can follow at Sour Patch Lids, L-Y-D-S. And if you haven't already, I'm assuming you did, go to TimCast.net and subscribe to my main channel. Push me over that million subscriber mark so I can get that Push gold, it. gold Push medal. It. Push him over. That's my only, the only thing that, that, my only validation, I don't care about anything else. I just, if I have that gold medal, that's the only, I'm kidding. <laughs> I, I would appreciate it though. It'd be great. And then, and then TimCast IRL is, is next. That's next. That's right. I gotta be honest, man. For those that are, for those that are listening, we got like 140,000 subs in the past 30 days. Ooh. Wow. It's crazy. Seriously crazy. I love you guys. Thank you guys for this, sharing. This, this channel is, is in, in like three months going to break a million subs. <laughs> oh, my god! Yeah, gosh. that's nuts. <laughs> and that's all because of you guys sharing us, spreading the, the yeah, good for Tim, real, man. TimCast IRL gospel. I'll tell you what, like me and Adam just sit here <laughs> talking about stuff, just, you know? You know, well, we're good at it. But just it's talking. like, we'll sit here and talk. You guys, you can just tell people you like hearing us talk, and you know, and it works out. Yep. So we're going to keep doing our thing. And, if and you, jamming on Friday nights. Absolutely. That's fun. Also, I dig that's it. That's true. If you, if you really do think we do a good job, though, you know, the sharing really does help because if I had the marketing budget of CNN, yeah, we'd have, you know, a million subs overnight. Probably. Like yeah. CNN, they just dump money into the stuff. We don't. Yeah. And so, but we can win because, you know, the people who watch CNN are passively not paying attention. Yeah, that's true. The people who come on here watch us and even other channels. Yeah, and they like, engage us too. Like Sticks awesome. or Crowder. You guys are looking for for the information. You're looking for the conversations, which means we got something special that the CNN can never get. Yeah, they've got mindless hotel, you know, uh, temporary stays and airport viewers. True. We got core diehards that will even hang out, and listen to us sing. And it's it's re- not even about politics. It's reassuring knowing that a lot of people want these kind of conversations. You know, because the environment of the the world right now can be a little uh, oppressive sometimes if you let it get to you and. You know, I really try. There was a few moments over the past couple months where I've been a little defeated, you know, and I'm like, I got to remember to stay who I am and really, you know, I, I'm an optimist. I, I, you know, I always want to be on the, the lighter side of things. You know what I see when I see, you know, 40,000 likes or whatever? What? We are not alone. Yep, you know, exactly. The bigger tent is the people who are rational, who are having conversations, 
who are open to inquiry. Yeah. It's a big tent. That doesn't mean it has the most people in it. It means it's the most welcoming yeah. and the most honest and good faith. And that's crazy that, you know, like we'll sit here and you'll basically talk about what you like about Trump. And I'm just like, man, I don't like him, but I got to vote for him. Right. I'm going to spin the UFO right now. Spin for everybody. it. For everybody spin out it. there right now, I'm spinning for you. All right. All right. But enough, uh, enough, you know, we got to go. We got to go. It's 1043. It's past my bedtime. I got I to gotta do work. So anyway, thanks for hanging out, everybody. We will be back Monday at 8 p.m. live as per usual. But tomorrow we will have clips up throughout the show. So if you didn't catch the whole show and you want to see other uh, segments that we did today, we're going to have them all, you know, labeled. Lydia does the great production work where she labels and thumbnails and dolls out great stuff. So that'll be up tomorrow. But uh, thanks for hanging out. We'll see you Monday at 8 p.m. Adios. Have a great weekend, everybody.